Welcome to the Writer on Gamescast. I believe this is episode 142. We are recording on the 3rd of May, uh, 2022. Uh, I'm Hamish, as always, and with me is uh, my co-host, Nico. Uh, and I, wait, uh, uh, Just let me know one thing! How are you doing, Nico? I'm I'm doing I'm doing good. It's 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 been a while. It's it's been I, I mm-hmm. have the I have the I have the clip. It's been a while. Nice. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, bet you've missed that. Bet you yeah. missed all that. The um, new metal's back. But, uh, the Rollins is back. Yeah. Um. Took time off. I'm an, I'm a, I'm older, wiser now. I've I've left my twenties behind me. I'm now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm now Trey. Yeah, you're now. Is, the... is that how you say it in in French? Yeah, you're Trey Cool. I'm Trey you're Cool. Trey cool. Um... Uh, the best. Of, the best. You know what? My personal favorite of the trio of um, Uno Dos Trey uh, Green Day albums. Um, um, yeah. in, in arguably the best bassist Green Day has ever had. You know, um, some people say that. No, wait, Hamish, that's Mike Durnt. Trey Cool is the razzle oh, dazzle dr- drummer. Oh, I, 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 I keep getting Come mixed on, up. Come on, hand in your I, punker card. You don't know who the <laughs> Green Day is? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, probably still the best, probably still the best bassist Green Day's ever had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what, that's true. Most 12-year-olds are better than Mike Durnt, because he just... <laughs> a guy, a guy who, um, uh, what's his face from, uh, NoFX was always like, yeah, he talks a lot. <laughs> like, he just like gets really bored of talking to Mike Dirt. <laughs> you think I want to fucking? You're gonna tell me I got five more minutes for because of Justin fucking Bieber? Wait, that's 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 B J Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, the main character of Wolfenstein. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! That would that would really change oh, the tone God. of that game if you were just. If you if you're BJ Armstrong instead, I don't know if I'd be rooting for BJ. Wake, wake, wake me up when wake me up when World War Two ends. <laughs> I can't get behind that. I I can't. <laughs> yes, it's, it's so harsh. Yeah, Henry like, Rollins and William con- Shatner want you to know that I can't get behind that. For context, we have spent like we got on the call about an hour ago. And it's we true. still have just been spamming each other with soundboard clips and Norm Macdonald jokes. Um, uh, <laughs> like, uh, and, and yeah, it's, uh, I, so, so, but we're back. Um, yeah, it's it, like, uh, I, you know, I was thinking like, you know, uh, you know, sorry, sorry we've been away or whatever, but like, I mean, if, if it's not clear by now, if it hasn't been clear for the past four or five years we haven't had a set schedule we kind of just do this when we have the time <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah it's uh it's, it's good to be back um yeah i, I don't know um uh i, I like it, you know and we we have to start it now with uh you know we can't talk about games for the first hour of the podcast obviously um so uh i i, I watched uh all of twin peaks uh season three finally finally um finally yeah it, it was a uh, season two was the was the barrier i mean I, we, we talked about it before on the podcast where like i i have a like a vague i always had like a vague understanding of like where season two went you know I, i'd seen firewalk with me all that kind of stuff 
um without having seen twin peaks and that made that film um weird <laughs> that's like but, the worst um, the worst it's the worst place. way it's the worst way to watch like a fantastic film yeah <laughs> um, but it's like uh you know uh the you know and so but like season two is such a fucking slog after um you find out who killed laura palmer uh uh because they have about like 20 fucking subplots all going on at once and it just unironically becomes a soap opera that they were parodying in like the first season and a half um and uh yeah it's it's just it's it's real fucking bad um but you know i i decided that like right i i need to watch season three like it's, it's, it's been the 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 kind of thing hanging around my neck for too long so i've got to watch so I just I put it on I put it on season two from like episode sixteen onwards and like turns out that was totally fine <laughs> like yeah. you need nothing else from that season like basically you you get up until Laura Palmer's murder murder is solved which that episode is really fucking great and then you j- just skip from like episode nine to fucking sixteen always skip the James because like, James is just yep, never important yep. again uh, in mm-hmm. season two but. The, I mean, the oh, last oh, episode oh, of season two is like really fucking good, though. That's the problem with season two is I, it, is it yep. mostly sucks, but there's some really yep. good episodes like in that mix because yeah, David yeah. Lynch is there for some of it, not all of. It. Yeah, exactly, and and like the, you know the the Wind Merrill stuff is is like pretty good, like for the most part. He's really and, good. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah, that's what um, sucks is that it could, there's all the pieces of a really cool season there, but it. uh outside meddling I mean, and stuff kind of ruined it i guess i mean honestly like after laura palmer's murders after laura palmer's murder is solved i would say that if you're just wanting to get to like this the stuff that matters in season three you can pretty much skip over any scene that doesn't involve dale <laughs> like like uh and you'd you'd probably be okay like it's it's I will I will counter like, this take and say for the true Twin Peaks experience, you gotta suffer through season two like we did. And Yeah, and yeah. Then I, I personally think that season three is then like your your reward, your your your, yeah. your shiny goose for going through it because they <laughs> they I don't think they re- reference things specifically from season two, but they do show you where characters that you last see in season two are in their lives. And I guess it's kind of rewarding in its own right yeah. to see that. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was like, the, the thing is, you know, I, I, I say, like, I skipped ahead. Like, t- to be clear, that was in the context of, like, I'd already seen, like, up to episode 15 or whatever, but it was like, I was thinking, am I going to have to, like, it, it had been so long that I was like, am I going to have to, like, rewatch a bunch of stuff to get the context? I, like, it, it like to finish off season two and it's like no you absolutely fucking don't <laughs> it's like um but but like you say yes there is there is a kind of catharsis to making it through season two and then getting what is one of the best se- seasons of television i think i've ever watched <laughs> i think like, I, I just consider uh, it to be like the best david lynch movie just like it's like one mm-hmm. s- what is it 16 hours total it's just like the best yeah longest fucking movie <laughs> like it's it's, 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 it's so it's good it's a 16 hour movie but like nowhere near as excruciating as that sounds <laughs> like, no they're uh, all like really good and gripping and like really nice to watch yeah. like they're all just like 
it's crazy that there's those clips out there of him complaining that he doesn't have enough time because it's like fuck this is what you did when you were rushed like yeah yeah no, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. that's crazy like, like, it's like this is, this is pretty fucking perfect man as far as like i, I, I mean like, movies and you know, visual things go <laughs> yeah. i mean it's it's weird because it's like it's one of those things where like that 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 show can look like really polished and and great and stuff like that but then you get like scenes where like the cg you know when when they're like when the tulpas are like falling apart and stuff like that and it, and it like goes this really crap cg but it like it it works it's like yeah. really unsettling it, it's, it, like, it just looks like, it's like such bad cg that it looks like a weird foreign alien entity or something like it's like yeah 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 it's like and you know i think it's by design it, too because it, it definitely like, totally, it yeah. reeks of like that david lynch kind of he loves that like tearing paper type effect yeah, and yeah. stuff like how people have like a i can't remember what the context is but there's like a figure like a hole punched through its face like someone uh you ever see uh in the mouth of madness and near the end where like it's all meta and it's like it's a book within a reality or something and it just starts like like this guy like tears his face off like a piece of paper let's like but it's it looks bad yeah, but I, it's I, so I, kind of like I, yeah otherworldly yeah. that it like it works yeah it's it's really cool uh -huh, it's, uh, yeah yeah it's nothing and, and, quite and, like yeah, it's, it's that that like, style you know, when he's when he yeah totally it's like you know and, and the thing is like that that stuff that stuff like works because like i say the show looks so good in other areas like you know i mean fucking episode eight with the 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 uh the fucking nuke going off like that looks incredible <laughs> and, yeah. and like you know it and and the whole thing with like using um the Penderecki piece uh Threnody for the victims of hiroshima alongside it it's like it it, it it looks and sounds fucking perfect and so it's like so you know like clearly it's it's a master at work and the fact that like things look kind of off and kind of you know computerized and stuff like that in other areas like it, like like you say it's, it very much feels by design and it's really unsettling and how unnatural it feels and everything and um it's just also yeah, cool I, I, getting I, getting twin peaks like after that gap of mm -hmm. so much time because like since then david lynch got like that weird era where he got really into like digital cameras and stuff where he like only filmed on these like yeah, hand yeah. cams and stuff so he's got all these he's like, <laughs> he's like really into weird cg and stuff so it's like i don't know i just said yeah i i I, but that's, yeah. I I would dare call it this thing his opus the the return i don't even it's so funny it's like i don't even know if calling it season three does it justice it's almost just like this yeah, own contained totally, yeah. fucking like show movie i don't know yeah it's like yeah if you haven't seen it I don't know. It's such a weird thing to recommend because it's like you really got to watch the first part of Twin Peaks because it's almost like weird commentary on it or something. I don't know. It, it, it is one of the most fun to just like chew on fucking pieces of media of all time for me. Like I love thinking about it. Well, yeah. I you mean, it's, I know, so and also it's the it. yeah, and it's the fact that like, it, like you know, I like like we were saying earlier, like twin, like Fire Walk with me is is weird is a weird film to watch on its own like you know i've seen people make arguments that it works on its own and like, i can i can see that um watching it now uh, yeah i mean like but like that that film especially with the context of twin peaks is fucking fantastic yeah it just becomes and, like an incredible movie with that boost under it yeah yeah 
and 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 like that film becomes absolutely crucial in so many different ways to the return like it's um yeah. you know like bit bit characters in that in that film have like really important roles in in the return and and obviously like you know without spoiling anything for people that haven't seen it like there are like very key plot events in 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 the in firewalk with me that are you know expanded upon in uh in in the return um but yeah i mean it's 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 just like like you know because i don't have the nostalgia of like years and years like being kind of you know obsessed with all these characters and having the cliffhangers of uh, you know like with, with the end of season two with uh cooper getting fucking you know uh possessed by bob and all that like you know, I I I experienced like, I I I knew about all that stuff, but like I kind of experienced it in a pretty condensed period of time over the last kind of year or two. Yeah, that and also so, led to a lot of the movie being hated too, because it literally um, doesn't really give you any. It <laughs> it does continue that scene, but it literally doesn't give you any new information. It's hilarious. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that always peeved a lot of people. Um, it's just like a really good movie, and um, also, I always forget her name. What is Laura Palmer's? Uh, Sh- Cheryl Lee. Yeah, she is so fucking good in that movie. And, like, uh, yeah, unfucking believable. It's so man. weird like, that it, she's it's... not in a, like more things. Maybe that's for the best. Yeah, or something. But like, maybe it makes her more mystical in that regard. But like, she's like such a for good sure. actress. <laughs> like, it's like it's it, yeah. It's 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 like it, I, I mean you know. Like, Fire Walk With Me is just, like, a really, you know, aside from, like, the kind of, you know, I mean, like, I get, you, know, you can say it's kind of, like, a weird film in some ways, but it's, like, it's it's a very human look at someone trying and failing to deal with trauma. Like, it, uh, it's, it's like someone just, like, coming apart in a very, like, raw, uncomfortable human way, like, and, and... And that's the thing with 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 Lynch stuff. It, it often gets kind of posited as you know, like oh, it's weird and stuff. But like, I don't know. I, I I've never really viewed Lynch's. I I I can't really say I've seen like a lot of Lynch stuff where I haven't been able to see the humanity in it. <laughs> like it's um yeah. And I I, I don't know. It's it like, and and season three is like fucking incredible for that because because it's it's not like. He's some guy. Like he's 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 just banking on nostalgia or whatever. But like even having, even not having that kind of like years and years of appreciation of these characters, like I felt the kind of weird pang of like oh it's like this you know it's this guy again and uh, like this character and all that kind of st- like it was really like there there was there was a comfort to it to seeing those people again even though I'd just come off of watching season two, um, and it's clear that like. Lynch really, really loves these characters and these actors as well. I mean, considering how many of them were basically on the verge of death, yeah. <laughs> like when when they were, you know, like I mean, the, you know, the fucking the, the log lady is like is is treated with you know such kind of like reverence, and it's like a really like lovely send off for her, even though it, it, like it's, it's a really like painful fucking scene that she has and she died like three days later or something um 
and and also like you know um what's his face uh doctor the the doctor that comes in on skype it's like that that shouldn't work that should be corny as hell and it kind of is a bit corny but it's like it it's so like it's just so nice to like that you know that lynch was like no we just need to you know whatever we need to do to accommodate like this actor coming back or whatever like you know it's important that you know we can't just get a replacement or we can't you know like it needs to be him and like we'll do whatever we can to accommodate that like that's that's really nice um and especially considering how like gruesome the fuck the series is in so many areas like there's a real like there's a there's a niceness running like running through it that's like um like because because like you know that first episode it's it's like it goes from like this this really slow burn of the dude watching the box and everything like that to the schlockiest fucking like it goes from zero to complete fucking schlock like piling fucking gallons of blood at the camera while these like you know these two people are shagging and and they're getting fucking like massacred at the same time it's like like you know it is it is like so much more gruesome than like than i could have possibly expected but it's um yeah i I don't know i i (laughs) and like and and fucking kyle mclaughlin as well putting in like you know three separate performances in that that show killing it man Um, yeah it's it's so good, <laughs> like, and the, and the whole thing is, you know, I, I, you know, without again, without spoiling it, it's like, you know, it's it kind of kind of read to me as Lynch saying, like, right, even when Dale Cooper isn't Dale Cooper, Dale Cooper fucking rules. Like he's just, you know, like Dougie is just perfect in every way. He unquestionably makes every single person he comes into contact with all their lives are drastically improved by his presence even when he can't say a fucking word it's like um he's a magic man and (laughs) exactly and 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 you know despite fucking evil cooper being like one of the most fucking despicable like pure fucking evil like there is a kind of thing where it's like you know it's 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 kel mclaughlin it's still dale cooper like there is a you know there's something kind of like weirdly cool to them <laughs> you know there's there's like the fact that Kel mclaughlin can pull off that type of performance is like kind of cool in itself um but but yeah like then then you know like you you find out about like what that character actually did and it's like oh jesus this is like one of the most evil fucking villains in a tv show ever <laughs> so, um but yeah i don't know uh, yeah th- that, that show just has like so many fucking layers to it and the fact it's like it plays with time in the way it does you know it really like there's so many shots where it just kind of rests on the shot you know it like it, it doesn't feel the need to just move on super quickly from plot beat to plot beat it's just you know sometimes you just need that that time to just sit with a with a character or a scene and and like you know that's the thing like twin peak season two constantly has stuff happening and so much of it you can skip right over whereas twin peak season the return has all these moments of just space and you can skip none of it yeah. <laughs> so, like you know it's, it's it's really important just to like let it fucking wash over you so yeah i don't know i i i i, I was endlessly fascinated by it and uh yeah um 
immediately went and bought that fucking box set you recommended me because uh, of all the, the like the bonus stuff on it and everything. Um, Z to A. Z to A. Yeah, and it fucking rules. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Have, have you been watching anything, man? Uh, I saw the Northmen yesterday. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I went to the Alamo Draft House for the first time. That place where they give you the food and all that stuff and beers and. <laughs> yeah. uh, I ate a big old plate of fish and chips, and oh my god, I had these pickle <laughs> fries, man. Oh, pickle fries, dude. But like, like pickle spears that have been deep fried. Oh, that sounds so good. It's fucking incredible with some vegan ranch. <laughs> it was oh, blowing oh. my fucking top off. Yeah, I, I, Probably I, like... I ingested so much delicious grease yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like that's probably like the unhealthiest thing you can fucking eat. <laughs> it's oh, like uh, fried pickle, but, so yeah. good. Oh you man, had fried pickle <laughs> pickle pieces. Yep, you gotta go find some and eat them. It's holy just moly. pure fucking sodium. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was the film. <laughs> really good, really pretty to look at. Um, we now live in an era of such. You know, like how like everything is subversive like every story is subversive yeah that the northman felt so weird watching because it was so straightforward compared to other movies like that i've seen in yeah, the last yeah, like 10 years yeah. it was like a nice simple tale of you know revenge but done by the guy who did the fucking lighthouse and the witch so it was incredible to look at and very probably period appropriate and researched and stuff and uh mm-hmm. it was good um if you like nude men screaming covered in blood fighting each other <laughs> this is your movie also if you like bjork dressed in funny outfits also if you like willem <laughs> dafoe in funny outfits <laughs> but yeah it's really good oh man yeah um yeah yeah it just um out of those robert eggers i believe that's the guy's name films i'd probably rank it my third favorite but um yeah that doesn't mean it's bad at, at all it's like you know it's like the third best bar of gold, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, all this guy's movies are really good. I, I highly recommend it. Um, and also, it just like, felt cool weirdly... to be in a movie theater. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that the first time you've been to... I can't remember if you've like, been the, to, been to many Green movies. I saw the night last year. Um, yeah. Somewhere. Oh, did, did, you see, did, you, did you see Batman? I saw Batman at my house. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? Here's my take on the Batman, because everyone's being like kind of down on it. It wasn't that bad. Uh-huh. It just needed to be like severely edited. Like 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 yeah, it needed yeah. like a fucking hour cut off. I'm not kidding you. That movie was three hours clean. Like it's it's too much. <laughs> like it's too yeah, much. Yeah, I I mean I I I don't know. There's the like cause cause we we don't have it on streaming over here, but like my girlfriend's been quite keen to see it and, and I've just kind of been like you know, but uh, both of us no have kind of been like it's, yeah. it's, it's three hours. <laughs> it's three fucking hours, but it is a um, it's a good version of Batman. They've got them solving mysteries again. That's 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 all I ever wanted. But but they do bog it down with like, re- it's literally like the story gets distracted and goes like hard left and just starts talking about something else for a second. It's like no, just get back to your mystery. Like what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, there's like a fucking twenty minute car chase involving Colin Farrell in the most distracting makeup of all time. I don't know why this had to happen. <laughs> I just get like a fat bald guy. Why did you have to turn? Colin Farrell into the Penguin. I don't understand. 
I mean, is is he got like is he got a big role in it? No, like, no. The, pe <laughs> the, the penguin is like is is a guy who like works for like Falcone, that guy who's like always the main mobster guy in every Batman movie. You, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he might as well be like head thug number one. You know, like that, like like the way he's in the movie. <laughs> and it's like he's like you know, like Colin Farrell's like he's 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 acting up, being penguiny, you know, like he's talking like this, but like he's really like not. He doesn't really have any penguin-like things. Doesn't have that umbrella shtick. He doesn't like. It's a, so so he's, he might as well just be a dude. It's like they could have just had anyone be this penguin character. <laughs> That's just so weird. It's like, and I'm just like, why did? And then and then when I saw the credits, I was like, Colin Farrell was in this movie, and I was like, who could he have been? Oh, the penguin. And then I looked it up, and of course, there's like 50 articles. Like, look at it. Colin Farrell's transformation into the penguin. And it's like, <laughs> it's like why don't you just get an old man? Why don't you just get a gross old man? And I don't understand. <laughs> You really needed, the, yeah, the guy what was in True Detective season two or whatever the fuck it was. Um, Phone booths. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Um, <laughs> yeah. How was uh, how was Robert Pattinson in it? He's fine. He there's like <laughs> yeah. there's very little Bruce Wayne in this movie, so you don't really get to see him non Batmanified. Um, mm -hmm. He doesn't talk like this. Uh, he kind of just talks like. Uh, <laughs> I actually can't remember what the fuck his Batman voice is like, but it's not like this. <laughs> um, but it should be. All Batman yeah. just sound like this. <laughs> right, um, but uh, I was more interested in Paul Paul Dan Dano Paul, Paul Dano Paul yeah. Dano as the Riddler. Very good Riddler. It's like a very like creepy fucking uh, like dude who pressure cooked his weird ideas on the internet type motherfucker, you know, and is like, <laughs> and is like a fucking psychopath. And like, it, it, like he, he plays it. He's not like, Oh, you didn't solve my riddle there, Batman. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not that fucking, <laughs> it's not that kind Somebody of, Somebody stop me. You know, there's nothing like that. Play the Joker sound <laughs> or the, the, the Riddler sound. Yes. The, uh, 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 uh. Stick around if you don't mind some cream in your jeans. Sure. That's something Jim Carrey would say. <laughs> but, um, oh, no, he was man. good. Um, I don't understand why he wears, like, a funny, like, 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 gimp mask. I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> With, like, a Velcro <laughs> cover on the mouth. It's, like, really weird. Like, all right. Um, but yeah he played a good kind of like unhinged motherfucker and um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that like it's 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 a fine movie but way too fucking long so like you know yeah, yeah. take that for what it's worth but I, I i thought it was okay i've uh i i like modern robert pattinson in a lot of things in his a24 um tornado he seems to be trapped in um, yeah of course you know, he's very good in good time when he's got that accent and uh God, that movie has some fucked up scenes in it. Um Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Force a man to chug a bottle of LSD in that movie, and that's like it's like fucking horrifying. Um Like really think about that one for a second. That would be like permanent damage. <laughs> like that's that would turn you into like a dribbling crazy person, man. Like that would that would be crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like get, really a scary to think get a few flashbacks from that. Uh, you'd probably just be perma tripping. I'm on a permo. <laughs> I'm on a fucking pill moment. <laughs> We're all on some sort of permo. Uh, I'm on.
I'm on a promo, and it's called oh, Games. Uh, no, it's. <laughs> what else have I been watching? I watched something. Oh, I've re- uh, like started rewatching Community again because that show is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is the perfect representation of perfect Dan Harmon script writing and how like uh, how to do meta stuff without weird. being annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like we- weirdly like it was. It- it's a show that. I never fully watched. Like it, it, I, I watched bits and bobs of it, and you know, liked it well enough. I, I, I never got into. It's like one of those like shows where I just I, I try to watch one episode, and then I get just like kind of sucked into watching it because I. It's been yeah. a while since I've watched a comedy show that was thirty minutes, like in a in a, in a bit. So it's yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, kind yeah, of like sure, flying yeah. by too, and it's like all right, I can do another one. I can, and it's like. I know they're electrifying. I I only watched that show for the first time when quarantine started up, um, because for the longest time I think you could only watch it on fucking like Yahoo or something. It's like who the fuck has that, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm a big Dan Harmon fan. I love uh loved his podcast Harmon Town. We, I mean, that's like partially where the soundboard that we have now has come from. Our our friend, our <laughs> our mutual friend Sean, um, Scottish Sean, uh. Mm-hmm. literally came here and stayed and he took me to one of those shows over the hill in like Glendale and it like blew my mind. I was like, dude, we need a guy with a comptroller with a fucking touchpad <laughs> access to music. And I'm like, that's literally like, like Harmontown planted the seed in my brain of like, dude, we got to like look into like soundboarding. And then like, you know, then years passed <laughs> and then we could. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big one. And yeah, his uh, sense of humor lines up a lot with mine. And that show is like, the perfect like funneling of it to be like a mainstream comedy show. It, it's it's very good. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I need to I need to get around to what like watching it properly at some point. But, yeah, uh, just skip yeah. season four for the most part because that's when Dan Harmon got fired temporarily and some weird other guys <laughs> took over and the show gets like really like they're trying, <laughs> but it's not it like that's, yeah. All of a sudden it becomes like a really bad comedy. Show. <laughs> like it becomes really crappy and like <laughs> it comes back in five and six. Though. But yeah, it's. It's it's got a weird like bumpy road. It's a lot, yeah. It's got the Twin Peaks arc. Yeah, it's, it's the, yeah. The creator fucking, for some uh, reason the, gets kicked off the show, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the whole the whole six seasons in a movie thing is uh, yeah, it's pretty like infamous at this point. Um, <laughs> that yeah, movie is never uh, gonna happen. <laughs> Mainly because uh, um, Childish Gambino got so dang famous. Yeah, afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. He's he's too busy like saying. Roadrunner, Asterix, Scooby Doo, you know, like um, yeah, every single fucking line Scooby is a, every every single line is a reference to something, and then explaining what the reference is, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, or at least it was. I you know I, I, that, that was um, back before uh, fucking uh, when he got into like this kind of funk and soul stuff or whatever, but. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, uh, I, have you been watching the new Better Call Saul? No, no, I'm so far behind. I literally haven't watched oh, really? that show in like two years. I really gotta get it together. I, I hated how on I don't have Netflix anymore, but I hated how because right, okay. um, fuck these ad. What is this ad shit they're trying to pull? No, 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 no. You're just becoming TV. <laughs> You're supposed to get us away from this. You've literally just been like, hey guys, look what I made. TV, cool. Already existed. <laughs> Already fucking existed. Maybe Gen Z might be impressed, oh, but I was there for TV. Okay, I remember TV. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Gen Z's like, whoa, TV now has ads? Whoa. This is nuts. Um, 
<laughs> TV will we'll never be the our same. Favorite creators. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um but yeah i don't know like better call saul is uh is is still fantastic it's um like it's the the last season and so like did you did, like did you watch any of the like how far did you get in better call saul uh i can say but it will be a spoiler <laughs> <laughs> what, what 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 number of season do you remember? Uh, I see. This is where I get confused. I I I, I want to say it was the end of three on four. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think I think I know what bit you're referring to. <laughs> it's, uh, when um, uh, yeah. when when guys. <laughs> <laughs> like you can hear what I said through the beep, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. When uh, uh, when. Oh no! Uh, when oh no, not that one either. When ah, there was uh, yeah. <laughs> that was so um, loud. <laughs> it's like, it's like a full yeah, notch louder uh, than your This guy was a real jerk. When 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 I uh, couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, oh no, sorry, not that one. What does this war mean to you? I guess when I get back home, I'll be alone again. You know that episode. <laughs> I mean, this guy was a real jerk. Yeah, well, you snooze, I eat half your fucking pancakes, fucker. <laughs> what does this war mean to you? <laughs> that's, a, that's a new layer. Interrupting the, 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 the soundboard clips with really annoying beeps. Um, like a pebble in a lake. But, uh, Even the fish feel it. Oh god. Um but yeah. Uh just let me know one thing. What even what even playing Nico? What have I been playing? <laughs> yeah. It's time for the game. <laughs> um it's time for the game. Question upon question whirled through my mind, but not a single answer. Black Sabbath, <laughs> Iron Maiden, and Molly Hatchet could not be here tonight, but they all had sex and are proud to announce the birth of their two-headed baby, Video Games. <laughs> yeah. I've been, uh, I mean, it's been like, <coughs> like a month and a half, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. So I play a lot. <laughs> in oh, this yeah, time, I, mean, I, I, I uh, was going to say like it's been a month. It's been a month and a half, but like honestly, mainly I've just been kind of playing the same games I was playing before. But but go on. <laughs> so I I yeah I think we both beat Elden Ring in the time since we last yeah. spoke. Which because uh -huh. I I'm, you better have in a month, otherwise you're not a real gamer. You heard it here first. <laughs> Come on now, if you can't if you can't beat the dang, you're not a gamer. Get out of my mouth, too <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Elden Ring. It uh, it rocks my socks. I love it. I hate it. You know how it is with Souls games. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's interesting how like the the conversation around that game kind of you know uh, around any Souls game kind of evolves over time. Like I still I still love that game, but I can say with some confidence, like I think I talked about it on the last podcast. But those bosses fucking suck. Like I yeah. really do the, not like the bosses in, in in Elden Ring. I'm a little more positive on the first half, I think, but the final half of that game's bosses, like really the end, the 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 late game bosses are 
they need a little work. Uh, yeah. There's some straight bullshit like, going what? on with some of them where it's like, and it's not that kind of like, wow, this is like challenging. I, I can, I can like adapt to this. It's almost like tighten up that timing, tighten up that hitbox. You're like, like it's really like, um, the final fight I remember, which, uh, I believe me and Mark B also helped you with. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I literally got lucky on that final fight after I think like 25 attempts um, where I found a guy called Let Me Solo Him. Uh, not to be confused <laughs> with Let Me Solo Her, the famous uh, pot-headed man who kills probably the worst <laughs> boss in the game. But uh, I said, like, fuck it. You know, like, like, I was at that point I reached with every Souls game where it's like, man, I'm on, like, the end. Let's get this shit over with. <laughs> like, I need the, yeah, I need yeah. the hard drive space. Um, I put, like, 125 hours in this game. Let's end it. Um, and, uh... Yeah, and I watched this guy defeat him, and even the guy who was really good had to take like a bunch of swigs of juice and stuff in the fight. And uh, yeah, yeah, if you know who I'm talking about, the guy who does those fucking insanely annoying AOE stomps that like take just like chunks out of your health, and it's just it's not fun. That part wasn't fun. <laughs> there are some bosses where I'm just like, uh, this boss looks awesome, but this boss is like anti-fun. <laughs> well, we weirdly, weirdly, that final boss was actually the one of the the end game bosses like basically i like the fire the... giant until the, oh, the, the end sucks. of the game yeah that fire giant like, was weird I, like i i i fucking like the the end game of elden ring was honestly a miserable experience for me it was pretty rough like, and 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 the, and the last the last the last boss was at least an interesting you, you had to make an interesting choice there really with like whether you wanted to summon or not because the the you know getting through that first phase quickly is really important oh, and yeah. you can do that fairly you can do that fairly easily if you if you if you don't have the damage scaling or like down that you have with summons and all that like when you summon people the boss's health goes up or you do less damage or whatever the fuck it is um like that that so so like summoning people draws aggro but it it makes the boss legitimately harder in that regard um yeah but like every every single other boss it was just like Right, I just need someone to draw this fuck. Like, I, I need to summon two people because the the boss's aggro it, like needs to be drawn in different directions. So their bullshit isn't purely focused on me. Because, right, let me put it. Let me put it in perspective. Like, I, I I'll, I'll get onto. Like, I've been. I, I also played through the original Dark Souls again while I was playing Elden Ring, and um, it is absolutely fucking nuts how much of a premium. Elden Ring places on vitality as a stat. Like, you can have 50 fucking points in vitality, and there are some bosses, especially in that late game, who will just fucking obliterate your health in one hit. Yep. It is, or, or like, or just, or just a, such a flurry of, un, like, you can't read it, or, you know, it's, it's very fucking hard to read, nigh impossible to dodge, and, like, and and you're just fucked unless unless you have just grinded a bunch and put a fucking ton of points into vitality. Like I got to the fire giant and I was just stuck for ages because I was like, I am too under leveled to deal with this. I've never had that thought before in a Souls game where it's just straight up like I need to I need to increase these stats more. And then yeah. it was and then like and then my 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 pal Gerald um from Gendo Akari, he was uh, he came round one day and he was just like, oh, just, just go and get these items and get this, you know, thing and go to this farm spot. Like, he just basically walked me through this path to completely break the game. <laughs> and it was like, 
okay, yeah, I mean, like, you know, even, I, I, like, th there's the farming spot in the, um, the kind of blood area, um, that is just, like, completely fucking broken and really exposes just how, like, paltry the rewards you get for beating, like, actual dungeons and stuff are. Like, the balancing of that game is all over the fucking place. Um, and it's not even just, like, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's like, it's an open world, it's hard to account for where people are going to go and stuff like that. It's like, no, there's just this one area in this random part of the game where you can just get 20,000 souls. There's, there's, like, enemies in like there, there's there's enemies in the early game that will fucking obliterate you that will give you like a fraction of what you'll get from like complete minion enemies like just a few areas later it's it, like it's really nuts and it was and it was only when my my pal had like allowed had, had shown me how to just basically game the fucking numbers on the thing was when i actually felt like the fights were getting close to fair like in, in in the end game um and 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 the thing is like you have all these bullshit bosses and then you have that fucking guy from the round table hold that you fight and it's like the easiest a hundred thousand runes you could ever fucking like get and it's it's like i need to spend all of this time I, studying that's why <laughs> it's 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 really like i i, I like th you know the exploration in that game is where it shines and that end game is like despite having some of the like best environment design and level design it, you know in the entire Soulsborne series like it's just a fucking boss gauntlet essentially that where all the bosses are complete fucking horseshit and all the people that were saying beforehand in all these like reviews in progress that were saying like it's the easiest of the Souls games. I haven't gotten to the late game yet. It's like, you know, like, you know, that, that like, yeah, sure, it's, it's, it's really accessible and all that stuff. Like, you have lots of options and everything, but, like, you know, one, like, once you get to that fire giant area, it becomes a completely different story, and it's not, like, a good kind of difficulty, because playing through Dark Souls again, like, leveling doesn't actually matter nearly as much as you might think. It's, it, like, you, 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 like, there's never a point you get to where you're thinking, like, I can do nothing here because the bosses are kind of, like, slow enough and, and let, let you kind of respond to, like, they give you, they don't hit as hard as you might think, like, they give you a kind of second chance to respond and really get back into your rhythm and everything. Um, like, uh, the, you know, it, you don't, like, there are, there are soft caps that you reach with leveling up in Dark Souls where, beyond like 37 strength or whatever it doesn't really affect you all that much um whereas in elden ring it's like like i i, I was like level 130 or something like that before i beat the game and it felt like that was an absolute fucking necessity like if i was any lower than that then i just wouldn't have been able to do it and it's just like it's about where i was too I like think. that like that side of things is just what like why you had it so good. You had like the fucking balance of this. Like, I don't know. I well, mean, even, I, get, I, I, I think I kind of get it. Like, I mean, Dark Souls is like a polished, one big polished level, right? So, like, and at any time, they're probably they they know that the player will probably only be like they only have this direction to go, or they only have this these two directions to go. So they can probably account for it more, and they probably were able to 
polish that leveling system more. And I think here the case is that they made such like a disgustingly huge map and the spaghetti noodles are so much more varied. Like instead of two directions, you've got like what, like, you know, 37, let's say from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like, like, um, they either just were like, you know, that's a job, that's a, a bridge too far as, as far as workloads go of making sure the levels are balanced right it seemed like uh they really like shot the levels like in the foot for elden ring to make it so you had to do like 10 to get the effects of like what one would do in previous ones or something like because they yeah 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 and yeah like i i i don't envy whose job it is to balance an open world game with how many bosses did they say in this game like 109 127 some, yeah some crazy amount okay like, but I mean, but the thing is, it's like, but, but like, you, you, the the problem is that, like, when I was at the fire giant and I was thinking, like, right, I need to get my my stats up to to have a chance of beating this thing, and I went back to like previous areas. I was like grinding dungeons for like an hour, and it got me like maybe one level, and I was thinking, like, I am fucked. Like, I, I you know, I, and the thing is, like, but I, it wasn't like I got to the fire giant. I'd already played for like fucking, you know like 50 60 hours or something like that like i i had done a lot of exploring you know i'd done a lot of like leveling up and everything like that and and it was just at that point it was like how fucking long is this going to take me to actually get to a point where i i feel like i i don't just get obliterated immediately because part of it was part of it was trying to get my health up and part of it was like so I, so i didn't get just taken out in one hit and part of it was also just like trying to up my strength in some way because like and and then you but then you get into the other problem with it where it's no longer just about like oh can you can you find the openings and like you know and 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 exploit them like can you punish the enemies like you know for doing their thing it's it's you you have to go into it with like right i i was when 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 i was when mark was helping me out with a couple of bosses it was it was like Mark was like, right, okay, I've got this kind of bleed build where I've got this this thing where I can fucking stab myself and that gives me extra bleed damage and, like, that's broken against this boss or whatever. Like, it was all this kind of stuff where it was, like, right, elemental, da elemental damage with, like, spells and I have to stack this mixed physic effect on it and I have to have this specific combination of gear and that will give, you know, that will break the boss and, and it's like, like, I... I don't know, like, I, playing Dark Souls, I was like, it kind of just came down to, like, how well I could position myself against the enemies, how well I could position the enemies, and, you know, swing my sword real good, and that felt, like, a, like a lot better. <laughs> um, it felt like a lot more of a test of my skill, rather than, like, e even even when you're, like, using kind of broken builds or whatever, like, in, in Dark Souls, it was it still came down to, like, right, how well can you execute on, on, on strategies and stuff, whereas in, in, like, Another example is Radan, which is like, like many, like 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 many bosses would might be quite good if they just fucking turn down the aggression somewhat, like or turn down the the, the how hard he hits, um, because I I was stuck on him for 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 a, for a while, you know, like for a good kind of hour or two, and then I saw I looked I looked up online and and just to see what people were saying about him. And I saw someone say like, oh, Horfrost Stomp works like really well against them. And so I was like, okay, cool. And so I equipped Horfrost Stomp and I went into the battle and I just stood there and just stomped at him for a few seconds. 
and he just went down. Like, I, I, and I was like, okay, that, I, you know, it's not like I used any particular skill or whatever. I just stumbled upon a thing that rendered him zero threat whatsoever. Like, so much of the El- so much of the challenge of Elden Ring's bosses seems to come down to like find the right build. Like, don't fuck yourself by getting into the wrong build. Like, and, oh man, it's dude uh, rewarding your exploration. You gotta, you gotta explore like, to get the item. It's that's like a, it's like but, Zelda but, 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 I, I, but I was, yeah, but it's I, and you I got don't it. know, It's like, yeah, well, yeah, but I, I felt nothing from it. it like it, it, it was like, you know, it, it didn't feel like I'd, I'd really achieved anything. It was just like, right, okay, that road blocks out the way. Now I can get back to exploring and doing what I actually want to do. Like the, the, the I, I mean this purely in terms of like, boss fights used to be like one of the key key aspects of FromSoft design and they were so good there's like bosses from every single From game that I can point to and like even in Dark Souls 2 there's a couple of bosses there where it's like you know those are those are good fun bosses to fight what the room full of rats like, <laughs> yeah well but you know like Elden Ring does that like a billion fucking times it's like and to be clear i'm not saying that like elden ring is obviously a better fucking game than dark souls 2 like dark souls 2 is like the worst souls game by some fucking margin um but like what i'm saying is that i can't think of a single boss encounter in elden ring that i would consider close to like the pantheon of great souls bosses like not not one like maybe Redan. Like Redan was like an interesting concept at least that was just very easily broken but like no other boss I like was, uh, was like uh, what was that thing called? Uh like a cosmic thing. A big Oh one. yeah, I but the, yeah, the the fucking um the big kind of like weird beetle crab <laughs> or whatever I the don't fuck it was. What, yeah, I don't really know how to describe what the fuck it was, but it was uh I liked the first one. There was a second one that I didn't like cuz they added some bullshit to it. But like <sighs> They're all just either so bafflingly easy that, you know, are like so easily broken or they're, or they're so, they rely on such like bullshit, like input reading fucking like, or unfair tactics that are just like constantly bombarding you that you don't have a chance to respond. And it's like, I I don't know, they're, they're, they're like, on, like I, I really racked my brain about it and I was like, right, I fought probably like, you know, like dozens of bosses in in Elden Ring, more than I have fought in any Souls game prior, and I can't think of one encounter that I think is actually like a good, like dark, like Soulsborne boss. Like, and to be clear, like I'm 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 like negative on all this shit because the exploration and like the other stuff about Elden Ring, like even like just basic combat against like regular groups of enemies and stuff, is so fucking good. It's like it's it's so silky smooth and yet they, they they don't do anything with the boss encounters that like i mean it, you know it was, it was a similar thing with fucking um melania or whatever she's called the one that everyone's like oh this this boss is ridiculously fucking hard um and you know yeah yeah it's like really fucking like bullshit fucking difficulty the fact that she heals when she hits you and she can hit you like she can just drain your fucking health in one flurry that you can't really effectively dodge all that well um like yeah that fucking sucked and then and then i just summoned i happened to summon someone that said 
like their name was just fix melania bug in all fucking um in all caps and yeah i just kind of sat back and watched them do their thing and then at the end of it i just kind of felt nothing <laughs> like i did with every other boss in the game or it was just either nothing or just frustration or confusion about how i made it through it, it was that it boss, was never like that boss literally just had to get like the fucking uh the health thing removed and like uh what is it? the random fucking slash pattern should have just been turned yeah, into a yeah. pattern like and then she would have been a really yeah. fun boss that boss is so cool mm -hmm. looking and yeah, a really yeah, cool totally, idea yeah, yeah. and it's executed just so terribly like it's like yeah I like that that might be the hardest boss i've ever faced in a dark souls game uh yeah yeah or like any souls game like it, it was like ridiculously i think i don't even know how many attempts i tried on that um like I, I, yeah it and it's I, like it, it, it was it, it was the kind of it was the kind of boss where like it wasn't even like you know, so, some some Souls battles across the, the franchise, you get into for the first time, and you get obliterated immediately, and you think, I have no fucking idea how I'm going to get through this. And then every time you try it, you gain a little bit more of a kind of appreciation of the nuances of it and everything, and you gradually take more and more health off it, and you're like, ah, right, okay, I'm getting it now, I'm getting it now. Never fucking happened with uh, Melania or whatever she's called. Like, it, it was purely just like, I was getting in, I was doing a bit of damage here and there, and then she would just unleash the fucking bullshit flurry, and um, and it was like, right, okay, well, I'm I'm fucked. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, uh, and and then I just summoned someone, one at one point who did some weird glitchy shit, like they put a bunch of fucking like wandering stones or whatever the fuck it was on the boss gate, and then somehow it, they they were like they 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 didn't get touched the entire fucking like boss fight it was weird um but yeah i just just like you know that aspect of it really sucked like like sucked more than any other souls game prior um but like the rest of it you know there are there are sites in that game that i'm like i have not seen that that kind of site in any other video game it, it, it kind of boggles the mind how beautiful this is um which is why you know the the, the boss is getting in the way of all that stuff kind of suck but um but yeah i don't know it, it was uh it was fun but like going back to dark souls was a fucking blast i was i was not expecting to like to to like i, I was I, part of why you know I've, I've got a fucking like 40 minute video coming out about like my experience with it um like returning to it after elden ring um and it's like you know i was kind of thinking like god with with elden ring feeling as smooth as it does like am i going to need to put up with all this kind of clunkiness to you know like how, how much of dark souls how, how much of my dark souls appreciation is like rose tinted glasses and stuff oh man they, it turns out they like, built that thing good yeah. they built that game yeah, to last yeah the dark souls is very rarely does a game deserve like perfect design like it is designed like perfectly for our controls and so i love it the only thing that sucks is the camera yeah. but that's kind of more of the issue of like those tight hallways and stuff i don't have yeah, the yeah, answer sure. how yeah. you make an action game have a good camera in a tight hallway i have no <laughs> idea <laughs> but yeah it, it like it was it was just kind of like right go, uh, one of the biggest things about going back to dark souls was how you know like 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 i say like 
Elden Ring places a premium on vitality as a stat. In Dark Souls, it's endurance and stamina. Like, you know, you really, like, it, it, re it made me realize, like, how with the increased speed of, like, the games post-Bloodborne, um, they really had to take into account, like, right, we want people to be, we want players to be as aggressive as possible, so we need to give them the means that they can just keep going with their attacks. So, like, stamina became less and less of a concern. And in Elden Ring, it was rare for me to, to run out of stamina at all. Like, I always kind of felt like I had enough to do what I wanted to do. Um, and that, you know, you know, like, and going back to Dark Souls, it was like, right, shit. I'd have like maybe three swings of my my whatever weapon I'm using before I need to like retreat and let this thing recharge. And it, it's like it's a completely different flow to combat where before you're like in Elden Ring, you're like, like, like with everything, like with all the games post Bloodborne, you're like dodging into attacks so you can like close the distance and like punish the enemy for trying to attack you. Whereas with Dark Souls, it's like, yeah, like, you still, like, rolling is still very effective, obviously, but if you're at the end of an enemy's blade at the end of your rolling animation, like, you're gonna take damage, and, um, and it changes the flow of, of proceedings entirely, where you're really having to go between, like, right, push forward, then pull back, and recharge, and then push forward again, pull back, um, and, like, it's different, it's a different, like, feel to, to combat, but it's, like, really really fun and kind of tactical in its own right um so yeah i i, I don't know i it, like that game still fucking rules and you can like blast through it it's like took me maybe about like 12 hours to to get through like because i haven't done like a full start to end playthrough of dark souls for a long fucking time um but uh but yeah like i just decided to with this video and i was like kind of shocked at how short that game is like um yeah so yeah all you're doing is just getting to the top of a wall and then uh you, <laughs> you walk into a castle and then you go i think you go like behind it and then you just uh set yourself on fire or don't <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well yeah i mean like you think about it like right so what so what do you do in that game you you activate the bells of awakening that opens up a get like a door to a fortress that gets you to the top of a uh, a wall where you then get a ride from a bird, right? And then you... Oh, yeah, yeah, you get you get down Orlando, but it's like, like the, the objectives in that game are ring the bells, get the Lord Vessel, get the Lord Souls, then beat Gwyn. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's kind of it. <laughs> it's a... Uh, but, um... Tight pack. But yeah, like, um... Yeah, 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 for sure. And, but, like, the thing that really surprised me because because I've done or I'm, I'm in like I'm nearly finished with my new game plus of Elden Ring, um, and you know for context like I put like seventy hours into the 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 main game or the, the first time through or whatever it, whatever the fuck it was, um, and within about four hours, I've made it to like the last few bosses because because <laughs> because you because like it's a testament to just how like amazing a feat that open world is that it's so massive and things feel so like grand and like meaningful when you're doing them but like you you like so little of it is actually mandatory like you basically you need to beat two bosses and 
then you go to, like you need to get you need to beat two bosses you need to get the medallion and then you need to go to the altus plateau and then you're kind of just like working your way through the capital and then working your way to the giant and and yeah and all that stuff and like that's that stuff is like lightning fast if you kind of know what you're doing and so like I, and, and i was just i guess i was just kind of shocked at like God, like, I mean, all this other stuff that I was doing in my first playthrough felt, like, so necessary and so kind of vital to the experience. And it is, you it know, is, like, yeah. it's, it's an open-world game, you know, but, it's, but like, in terms of just what the critical path of that game is, like, you, you, you don't, you, you barely have to do fuck all. It's, like, you know, it's kind of weird. You uh, only need to but, um, kill two guys, too. You, like, you... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. three, technically, the way it works out, but, yeah, uh... Yeah, to, to to get to the to get to the late game, yeah. To, uh... to get to the to the end, you need to take two runes, and then the third rune, you the the, the plot will make you take it. You know, like it's like one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I... But yeah, that's kind of the that's why I think that game is so awesome. Is it's like really confident in its world, and its answer to a hard uh, boss is, uh, I guess, instead of learning a tactic which I, I they have like kind of drained out of this maybe just in favor maybe <clears throat> maybe to influence the exploration because it does seem the answer to everything is like man just come back like go go to one of the other 20,000 areas and come back later and mm -hmm. see how you fare after going here x y and z or something and yeah it's like a refreshing yeah, uh, yeah, it's a refreshing yeah. change of pace i guess because um, I don't know. I don't know if I ever need a Souls game ever again. Like, unless it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, this was cool because it was like they finally did the the open world thing, which open world is usually pretty fucking yawn inducing. But the way they did this, they still got the the thrill of discovery that the series have always has. But they're kind of doubling down, I guess, on the discovery and maybe at, uh, at the to the detriment of other systems like the bosses and stuff. Uh, sure. Yeah. But yeah, but, it's but, a it's a cool it's, spin yeah. on it. I I don't know if I'd play a two. Like I don't think I'd like. You know what I mean? And then, ah, yeah. Um, one of those games. I'm surprised you like had the energy for a new game plus because like as soon as I was done with it, I was like, man, like I don't really know why I had new game plus this. Like I kind of know where everything fucking is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like for I mean for me, it was mainly just like for the sake of like research or you know doing the video like just just to kind of see what what the what the what the deal was with it i mean it's you know it's it's, it's fun and it's kind of you know it is fun like just going through and obliterating your way through that that early game um just but i get you know i like i mean you know everything kind of comes back to the, the the boss battles for me where it's just like right okay the, the boss battles that were previously giving me all this trouble now that I have all these levels and I have, you know, the, this this broken equipment that, you know, like, I, I all this, the, the elemental talismans and the bleed weapons and the, the fucking, the, the moon veil that apparently everyone hates for some reason. Um, like, you know, I am, I am just, like, these bosses went from being, like, absolute bullshit difficult to just, like, nothing. Like, n not, not hitting, they never hit that sweet spot of, like, actually meaningful challenge. It was just, like bullshit or broken um like you know and uh, I, I don't know but um but the thing is like playing dark souls it made me realize like you know yes from software kind of largely iterate on 
like you know, it's, it's variations on a theme like you know a FromSoft game when you see one because it's kind of largely the same stuff over and over again like just slightly faster or slightly more focused on like parrying or whatever like with Sekiro and all that but then then you realize like play, playing those two games I was I was playing Dark Souls and I was excited to go back to Elden Ring and I was playing Elden Ring and I was excited to go back to Dark Souls and it, like at the same you know because both games serve very different purposes like Elden Ring is a game about exploration that that just happens to have a bunch of like kind of crap boss fights attached to it whereas Dark Souls is a game about learning combat and learning you know like becoming a better player and a like you know internalizing a kind of rhythm and like realizing your own potential and everything that just so happens to be attached to one of the best most interconnected worlds <laughs> like you know it, it, like they both serve different purposes and are both great in that regard and there's a reason i could go back to almost any of the souls games bar two um but yeah i don't know it was just it, like it, it was a it was a fun little kind of experiment to see like oh yeah i actually do still really love dark souls like it's it's it, it it's still like a fucking fantastic game in its own right um but yeah um i'm excited to check out three again uh, that's the one i have like very little memory of or it's been a while it's been like what, yeah, five yeah. years or something now um, uh, um yeah, God, once i have Jesus. like a break the last thing i want to do is play a fucking souls game right now uh <laughs> like literally anything else uh sounds cool uh yeah, that's why that's why i started playing disco elysium it's like this is just a game where i read <laughs> it's completely different <laughs> god yeah i i need like um well i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say like i i really need to go pee quickly I but need when, a new when i come back i'm like i'm yeah I'm, I'm i'm really i'm really interested to know about disco elysium because that's a game i have been meaning to get to for fucking years i finally now. did it um, after staring at my yeah. backlog folder of shame on steam i finally did it <laughs> <laughs> right. right, cool. Well, uh, well, we'll go and get some stuff and then uh, back in a minute. I can't get behind that! 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 Uh, speaking of, speaking of insecurities getting the best of you, Disco Elysium. Uh, that's a game you've been playing. It's true. We've, we've, uh, yeah. That's what I've been doing. And I shamefully haven't been playing. It's a great game. Uh, I might, I might have to change what I consider to be the best written video game of all time. Before it was Planescape Torment. Uh, I think it might be Disco <laughs> Elysium now. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like the world's greatest interactive book. Uh, I mean, like to, to, to be clear, like I, I, I've, I've, I've played it. I, I played like a, a few hours of it back when it came out, and like same. really enjoyed it. It's yeah. just, it's just, really, it's just really dense. It was, <laughs> it was a game that I started, and even when I started it, I gave it a few more hours. But at the very beginning, when I knew, like when the intro happens, when you're talking to your ancient reptilian brain, uh, which is so good. Uh, 
I was like, man, the way this yeah, is yeah. paced, I do not have fucking time for this right now. It was, it came out like <laughs> right at the end of 2019 and like, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just like, nah, I can't. Uh, so for, for like a year, it sat in my backlog and then honestly waiting paid off though, because now there's the final cut, everybody's PC versions. If you already owned it, just auto updated to that. And it basically like voiced more of the lines and stuff, which God damn, yeah, yeah. the voice work in this is so good. Like, so many good fucking voices. Um, the really, really deep uh, English voice that's in your head that does, like, authority and your uh, suggestion and drama and stuff like that um, is such a good voice. Like, it's this nice rumbly voice. And, uh, yeah, like, like the, there is, I believe there is, like, no combat in this game. No combat at all. Like, there's no fighting. Uh, there is like you know like you can choose to hit people and stuff. But yeah, it all has like different consequences, and it is such a. I mean, I I'm only ten hours in, and I've only walked like a city block. There's just so much reading, you know, and but it's all so yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. It's like a yeah, feast yep. for your brain, man. Like it is so like if you don't like reading, it's I'm sorry that the, the the clank <laughs> the bar has slammed right in front of you. You're not getting on this ride. Like it is not. It's it is impossible for you to enjoy this if you don't like reading. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't believe that's a barrier for entry here, but like it's it's true. Like it is like if you like it's not for you. Don't for don't put yourself through this if you don't like to read and you can't handle that. I, it is not for everybody. This isn't something you can like beat your head against if you never were a reader. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you guys is gonna it's gonna put your feet to the fucking coals as far as like can you uh, read yeah, for a I long mean, period of time, motherfucker? And, and the answer for me is yes, I can. And uh Yeah, for sure. I mean yeah. it was yeah, I mean like largely for the for the same reasons it was just like I I I kind of bounced I bounced off of it at the end of 2019 because I had so much other shit to do. But it was like I realized like I just spent like half an hour like on the radio in a fucking cop car or whatever, like talking to like people back at the office or whatever. It's, it's, yeah. it's just, you just standing there for fucking half an hour. Yes. <laughs> and, and it ruled. It was when great. I, when I first played it, I was like, this rules. I don't know if I can commit to this for a whole game. And now I'm playing it now. I'm like, this is fucking delicious. Like, <laughs> like this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. so uh -huh. fucking good. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm just like drooling over all of it. It's written so wonderfully. Like, it is just, there's just, like, there was, like, four paragraphs of just describing me, like, pulling a cigarette out and smoking it, and I loved it. Uh, like, yeah, just, yeah. and, like, you have a conversation with yourself, like, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of wrestle with your inland empire, which is such a good bit of you to wrestle with, and it's, like, yeah, it's just kind of how you filter the world through, and then all of a sudden your authority kicks in and starts talking and tells you not to pick options because that would make you look weak and stuff, and you're constantly having, like, this argument with, like, all these, uh, God, what is it like 24 different bits of your personality like it's divided up into four classes or four like schools of thought i guess maybe you could call it uh yeah 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 uh -huh. intellect psyche physique and um motorics motorics I, I don't know how to say this word because i'm stupid uh i've never heard <laughs> that word before i didn't go to college um but yeah <laughs> but all of these different facets each one has like six um little parts like intellect has you know, logic rhetoric drama visual calculus stuff like it's really cool like these really specific skills and they all come up during conversations and the game actually like looks at you and acknowledges like a good dungeon master or, like a good you know game master like oh like this character has made their character this way i'll make sure that these the game reacts to them in such a way that benefits and 
rewards you picking those. It is such a uh, this like I'm not that far in, but I dare say this might be the best execution of like choice and consequence RPG gameplay. It is like insane how much they account for in these dialogues about like what you've previously done. They hold you accountable for everything. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like it's yeah yeah yeah. Like every there are so many different ways you would be talking to certain characters after doing certain things and you can reference in like that specific order that you've already done things before they've requested you like it's they thought of everything it seems like it's wild like i I can't imagine what another playthrough would be like if i just chose different not even stats like just different responses like people Uh like your party member will fuck off permanently if you tell them to you know and stuff like that it's it's a lot of permanent stuff it's one of those games like do not save scum in this game never like yeah yeah yeah, let yeah your, live, live with your choices it's yeah. it's it's this is the reason i love the call of cthulhu role-playing game is the reason i play that game is because the failures open up awesome role-playing opportunities by like getting you in a situation like where you have fucked your way so bad and now you you know shit's hitting the fan you gotta like talk your way out of like, i love i love systems like that it's and, and on top of it all it is one of the most visually like gorgeous games I've ever seen. It's yeah. I think yeah. it's a really cheeky usage of ye- I want to say it's unity in 3d being masquerading as this really cool, like 2d oil painting. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like incredible. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like the art style itself kind of lends to that kind of, um, what is that fucking Joaquin Phoenix movie where he's, uh, on drugs. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> not, not, not I'm still here. here. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> um, the the where he's the detective, like 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 you know what I mean. Like uh, the the um, um doesn't it doesn't sorry, matter sorry, what it's called. I'm sorry, I'm becoming the rock. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, yeah, it doesn't matter what the movie's name is. It's but what I'm saying is it keeps that mood of like this like really fucking like I'm fucking pissed fucking detective who's just like you're almost in this fucking slurry dream cloud like like you only have this like circle of perspective and it's almost like that's just your area because you're so fucked out of your skull and stuff yeah uh, like yeah yeah, there's there's like there's there's a there's like a real kind of mechanical like feeling like for 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 a fucking like what is essentially a point and click uh, to to a certain you know to to a certain extent it's an rpg but it's like got a huge big old chunk of adventure games sewn into it and it works well (laughs) like it's but, but like but like you know even th- like the fact that a point and click game can make you feel like mechanically like you're just this fucking lumbering wreck is it's, it's like it's it's really impressive it's, yeah uh, and uh, you're also just like planescape torment you're assuming the role of someone who has existed in this fucking just for us people in this universe in this world playing this video game it is like such a foreign alien type of like weird quote like huge quotes around the word fantasy version of i think somewhere in europe like like it is yeah it is insane i i I did some research into it and apparently like the developers this is like a campaign setting that i I don't know if they've made their own tabletop game they all play personally or something but it is a campaign setting that whoever wrote it apparently has written like six thousand years of this world's nutty history and stuff (laughs) jesus and it's got like and it's got you know, factions, fucking countries, accents and stuff like that. And like, you know, there is a lot there and it does this amazing job of you being this character who has existed in this world and should know a few things about the world and you, but, but you do have amnesia and it's not a stupid amnesia. It's like, literally, 
literally at some point your <laughs> literally at some point your nervous system explains to you that you've had some sort of like incredible step forward in like a new type of hangover that is so powerful that it has like reset your entire body and personality. It's that bad. Like, like so you're you're almost like the nameless one from Planescape Torment, who the reason he can't remember shit is just because he has died so many times, his mind is basically turned to like clay. Like it's just like, yeah, like, yeah. like time is just like I don't fucking I don't know, man. Like like he's he's getting like smooth brained by living too much. And with this guy, <laughs> yeah. you've just had like the world's most crippling hangover that you have become a blank slate character and you literally are like, I don't know what that like what's money? You know, and then your brain goes like, Hey man, money is like this. You can use money to buy some food, you know? <laughs> like you're <laughs> yeah. you literally money have, can you, be exchanged for goods and services. You literally become Homer Simpson in this game where like you're having full on you're standing there talking to your brain and people are going like, Is this guy okay? He's drooling. Like <laughs> you can literally talk to your partner and be like, Don't you ever like talk to your brain, man? How do you think? <laughs> and your partner's like, I have a notebook. It's uh Yeah, like it's it's so good. It it is Yeah, it's it's a beautiful looking game. It's a beautifully written game. Um, the people who scoff at this game and say it's like a socialist stuff, like it has a socialist agenda, I think you should play the game. It's just as critical as it is supportive of a socialist agenda, I'd say. Uh, it well, is, is, it is, is, it is, is, is pro-everything yeah. and anti-the same things it is pro. It is it, it allows you to play every version of everything. You can choose to join sides with a guy who believes in like high race theory <laughs> and like yeah, use yeah, that yeah, to yeah. like your advantage and stuff but you could also just make your character a racist miserable asshole <laughs> if you want to like but, but that's the thing it's like you know when when the game came out i saw a couple of people saying like oh this game like this game's like you know really racist like the main character's really racist and or, you or can be you know, racist like, stuff, yes. stuff like that like yeah and there are and, racists and, and, like yeah like yes and, and and people, people were just like, "Well, that sounds more like a, 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 the way you played it problem than than like the, you know if, if that's yeah your character you know, has a name that you eventually find out. Everything else, it's yeah. by someone going, "Don't you remember doing this?" And your character then creates their history by saying, "I didn't do that," or "I didn't remember doing that," or or you go yeah. like you 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 know you, there's a bunch of crazy responses like yeah, it's because I'm a superstar cop, baby. Like there are like these you can. You can make your character just hired focused on being a superstar cop or be <laughs> like you're convinced you're like Jackie yeah, yeah, Chan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like, but yeah, you like, yeah, you can be a racist character, but just as much as you can be like, you can literally be a raging feminist character. Like, yeah. yeah. So that all men in your presence have like a minus two authority against you because they like tremble at the fact that somewhere deep down inside you you have uh, this burning need to smash the you know the patriarchy and stuff like there's all these things and it it's taking the piss out of it while also kind of like taking it seriously should you want to take it seriously which is like yeah, yeah. in my opinion like the way you write this stuff man like that's how you make it interesting totally. and cool yeah. like yeah it's 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 awesome and then i i dropped my um raging feminism thoughts because after internalizing them for a while um i realized it was actually giving me kind of like it was making me kind of I was so violently a feminist that it was making me a little bit belligerent and my perception was going down so I instead <laughs> opted to um start uh studying critical socialist theory which which is just why like that's why I love this game is like all these th that's the skill system is these thoughts and the internalization of the thought system is so cool and this is like yeah like I I don't want to be like that guy who's like, we're like the, you know, everyone who was proven wrong, including myself. You're going to see everyone's going to be copying the nemesis system, man. 
Uh, I, <laughs> like, like, and, and we have yet to see any other Nemesis system except for the sequel to that game that sucked. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah, so I don't want to say, like, dude, this is how conversation-based RPGs are going to be. Because, like, holy shit, only, we don't live in a cool universe like that. That's already been established by yeah, the, last, yeah. the last couple of years. Everything sucks. So we're not going to get this. But holy shit, I want so many more. This is how you do it. Like, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Uh, with your RPGs, man. Like, this is how you make a... This is how you let your player have, like, full fucking agency in the world and have the game simulate the type of gameplay only, like, a GM could have where they're reading what you're trying to get at with your play style and bouncing off you correctly. Like, a game that is yes-anding you so fucking well. But it feels like you're being railroaded when you're not. Like, that's so cool. Like, it is... Yeah, like, you're so, like... There's so much freedom that doing the stuff I actually wanted to do, I was like, wait, is this just like what I'm supposed to be doing? Or did I stumble into like this cool angle of this playthrough? And then you go and look up like how people approached these problems. And you're like, oh my God. It was like, there's like so many angles to come at so many of these problems. It's really, it is, yeah, uh, very deserving of all the hype it was getting when it came out. It, it yeah, is, totally. Yeah. It is more than they say, too. Like it is more than the the hype people on the internet say it is. It is a much smarter game than I feel like people even are giving it credit for. Like it is, it's also just a good fucking read. Like it's just good, good shit to read, man. Like the, the writing is Mm -hmm. top notch. I, yeah, I will day one purchase whatever this uh, developer makes next. Like it is, it's, yeah, totally. It is a high recommend. Like, yeah, man. Uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm like, yeah. Make sure you're ready to read. Play it in chunks, (laughs) I guess. Like, you know, tackle it like you would a really meaty heady book i guess yeah yeah, Make yeah. Some time right, for i mean it. Uh, yeah. yeah uh yeah i mean that, that like i i mean it's, it's one of those ones that yeah like you say it's it's on it's on my fucking my backlog of of shame but that that also keeps like growing right now <laughs> it's like because there's still a bunch of games that came out recently that are, you know, I I still need to like get around to or finish or whatever. I still haven't finished like Tunic. Um, I have. <laughs> I, I I got it on Game Pass and I have it downloaded. I I keep forgetting it's fucking there. I got Tunic and uh, Weird West on my desktop ready to go, and I have played neither. <laughs> I should probably check them out. <laughs> uh, instead, I opted um, for doing an entire fucking New Vegas playthrough as a pacifist character. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is what influenced me to play Disco Elysium. I was like, man, that's awesome that this game this old is still this fucking rad and thinks of all these cool ways and literally let me go through the whole game without firing a bullet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, New Vegas rocks. It's like the creme de la creme of CRPGs. No news to anybody. And then put it back. And then I was like, man, <laughs> I watched some videos of uh, Josh Sawyer, the design... <clears throat> director first i watched a video of him talking about crunch which you should go look up that video like because it has no views and like yeah it is probably the most level-headed positive outlook on tackling crunch in the industry i've ever seen it has literally dick views like just type in yeah. josh sawyer crunch and you'll find it it's it's not even that people aren't interested in it i think whoever put up the video titled it so badly that i think searching for it is really yeah. it's so like it, it, it like barely says the topic of the video in the t- it's annoying but that's yeah, beside the point. He yeah. has a lot of talks, um, and he scores an even cooler point in my book uh, for saying fuck GDC, and he just does talks everywhere but GDC now, because, man, fuck, <laughs> fuck GDC and that shit where they, like, pay gate 
all their talks, and even then you can't watch all of it. Yeah. Release the talks, idiots. What the fuck are you doing? It's knowledge. <laughs> people out there, like, they're such yeah. good talks. Like, release them, you fucking morons. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not Criterion Channel. Nobody cares that much. We're not going to pay 70 fucking dollars a month or whatever. Yeah, no. Sorry, that's an aside. I just, I had to get that off my chest because I've been looking for GDC talks I've heard referenced, and they're like, don't exist. Fucking online. So... Yeah, it's, it's all, annoying yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. Release, release the GDC vaults. Release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, well, but it's, but it's like, like, it's, isn't it like you pay however many hundreds, thousands of dollars to to get like in, and that won't even get you into like, like half the fucking talks or whatever. Yeah, the fuck there was it is. apparently like, a year when they did public passes, dumb. and even that had a huge asterisk next to it or something. It's it's garbage, just garbage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he he does a lot of talks in like Europe, and one of them was just about like. uh just kind of how uh, dialogue trees over the years, over the decades in RPGs have progressed. And then he just started talking about how like Disco Elysium is like, was like a mind melting experience for him and stuff. And I was like, man, I play this fucking game. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where he, <laughs> he was just gushing about. It. I was like, man, if the guy who made new Vegas is like yeah. saying this shit is the next step in like conversation based RPGs. I'm like, that's probably a really good ringing endorsement. And holy shit. Yeah. Like it, this is like the next, yeah, this is like the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. If you like games where there's a lot of talking and you can reason, and there is a 3% chance of you being able to talk to a door to will it to open up by your words, stuff like that. <laughs> like, and then if you fail, you can just take, a, take some anti-radiation drugs that make you see weird colors, but it gives you another chance to talk to the door, and maybe then it will open. Like, crazy yeah. thinking outside of the box type stuff. <laughs> Uh, we'll pin this right up next to my Planescape Torment um, recommendation where you gotta, yeah, you gotta, just, hey man, start reading. I started reading a lot more, like, in the last year. Yeah, yeah. You should, like, read books Same. more, kids. It's, like, really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like, like an old yeah, man I, I saying got, shit uh, like that, but, like, I feel like nobody's, like, <laughs> this is, like, the most old man fucking thing I'm ever gonna say, but nobody reads anymore, you know what I mean? Nobody's reading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah, I, actually, I, I bought a few books recently. I bought um, the the Hideo Kojima book that he brought out recently. The did you the like it? Gene. A Hideo story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but the intro is like several pages of him describing like I like going into bookstores and like fe and feeling the books and and then I decide what <laughs> book I'm going to Hideo buy. Kojima and then it's, thing ever. it's 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 like it is it really puts into perspective like like how terrible a writer he is i, <laughs> like, I love this know, man like I, I know i know i know yes, i know, yeah, I know sure. in the modern yeah. arena people like unironically kind of like loathe him i i i yeah, like which, which is weird yeah i re yeah. i recognize his shortcomings and for that i love him yes <laughs> like, yes yes exactly like, <laughs> like it, 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 to be to be clear it doesn't make for a very good book no of but course not like, I, but, I imagine it's him going five o'clock had an idea where you're a man who dreamed he was a man who could dream <laughs> also i ate a sandwich in a box and bought an expensive movie the japanese special edition of blue valentine you know like or something like that and then yeah, like, yeah, next, yeah. next day I, I i did the same thing but it was an egg salad sandwich today you know it's like <laughs> but yeah like uh, yeah i mean it's, it's, it's all, like yeah i mean it's like a lot of that kind of stuff but it's um <laughs> norman you know, reedus keeps dodging my calls dot 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 why <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i've kind of been reading that i've been rereading fucking um uh discipline and punish by michelle foucault i've been reading um steve reich the composer brought out a book um 
of uh conversations that he had with various people and there's there's like uh it's, he's got one with uh Johnny Greenwood that's really great um uh I know like you know there's there's like plenty of fucking like really incredible composers and stuff that he's talking with and Steve Reich if you know if you know anything about Steve Reich it's like he in interviews you you'll watch any interview and he'll talk about like he'll get asked a question and he has like these pre-rehearsed responses to like every question that he will get asked it's like oh how did you come up with phasing oh well i went and saw the the kind of pentecostal preacher and there was a bird taking off and i recorded him and then i put that on two tapes and and like um and you know i, I the, the right of spring was the the awakening moment and stuff for me like but when when he's actually talking to musicians that he respects and stuff you get like a lot more interesting conversation out of him and stuff so that yeah that book's just called conversations I picked up the um the David Lynch uh memoir after after watching Twin Peaks season three. Um and that thing is fucking huge. <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> I don't I, like I, I don't know if you have it, but no, it's, it's I, like I um, didn't even know he had a memoir. I'm gonna fucking do the th- do the thrift books wish list. <laughs> it's 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 really cool. It's like it's it's called uh, Room to Dream and it's like essentially it, like the the way they've kind of structured it is like there's, you know, there'll be a chapter like interviewing people in David's life and stuff and talking about things. And then he'll essentially have like a response chapter to, to that, to that like ori- original <laughs> chapter. And it's like, like, it's, it's, it's the most David Lynch way you could possibly write a fucking memoir. And like, they, 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 they you know, they say at the start, like, you know, despite this book's fucking massive size. This is barely scratching the fucking surface, but it's it's really cool. It's like you know you get a lot of, um, like what I've read so far. You you know you're getting a lot of really cool insight into stuff that you wouldn't normally get insight into with with David Lynch, where you know he gets asked anything about his movies, and he's just like, "Well, I was meditating, and I had an idea, and the idea is the important thing, and you hold on to the idea, and then you then you figure out how to make the idea a thing." Trick, it's like it's, it's, it's like, easy to get an idea. the The trick is to hold the idea. <laughs> yeah, Got all these like, ideas. <laughs> I tried watching a segment of his uh, masterclass thing that got uploaded to YouTube. Like he did one of those masterclass uh, things that you you fucking subscribe for or whatever. Like that masterclass thing seems like a fucking scam because you Tony, get, didn't Tony like, Hawk have one? Like anyone could get one. <laughs> yeah, it's like Metallica has one on how to run your band as a business. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Is it is it just like a really stern looking lawyer comes in and puts in a DVD of? fucking some kind of monster and walks out shaking his head like god damn it's it's like like they will um like they're talking about how to set ticket prices for your band and it's like who the fuck has control over that i'm sorry how much is a metallica metallica ticket these days for like 200 dollars or something insane like like, fuck off metallica the person like running like a garage show is like okay so i've got so i've got my pal's band playing my fucking parents house i should charge 250 dollars a ticket walking around your school Um, with a flyer for your band uh yeah tickets are 250 dollars metallica said this was the best way to do it but yeah like so david lynch has one of these things and it is like you know people are paying like fucking hundreds of dollars to like subscribe to this fucking masterclass thing or whatever it is you know i I think i can't remember what the actual prices are but like you know david lynch's thing is the usual stuff it's just like 
well, I try to fish for ideas, and, and, and sometimes you catch an idea, and sometimes you don't. And then you write the idea down, and then you try to make the idea, and it's like, <laughs> So you're just describing the process of having a thought. Right, and, after you get the just... idea, you can get all dreamy, and then you can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, okay, so how, practically, how do I apply any of this to, to the create, to my creative process? There, you know, it, it, like, uh, which is, you know, that's not, that's not ending on David Lynch. Like, David Lynch has <laughs> his own style, and he doesn't like fucking talking about his films, Yeah, he which literally, is there's that clip of that guy asking him what, uh, is it like what blue velvet means? And he just goes, no. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like, it's really like, well, it's like Mark Kermode's talking to him on stage, and like, it's really well thought out theory about what blue velvet means, and it like, seems to kind of like, coincide with what the film is. And, and rather than just going like, well, that's an interesting interpretation, but there's lots of interpretations like David Lynch just goes, no, that's not right. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> it's like it's like as as he as he says to like fucking anyone that has a theory on what I, like and you know good on him for to a certain extent. Like it's you know there um so after we're getting back to fucking Twin Peaks season three talk, but it's, um <laughs> like uh you know I I I was watching the uh, the Red Letter Media um video on which was weirdly a driving factor in me finally getting around to season three of Twin Peaks because I was like, right, this th this Red Letter Media two-part review thing has been taunting me for years now. I want to be able to watch it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and Jay in that video he's talking about, he references, like, there's like a four-hour video uh, uh, like called Twin Peaks really, you know, like actually explained. And Jay's like, you know, it, it like that's, you know, a really like you know clearly a lot of work went into that video and stuff like that but it was it's just that's you know i i tried watching a bit of it and it really is just like twin peaks season three is about tv violence and it's like well no it's i mean it's, it's kind of maybe part uh, of what, are you like, talking about, about the maybe? fucking uh the silent hill guys uh that that theory oh, channel the, yeah the, the, the yeah oh I, it's, my uh, god yeah yeah i think at multiple well, no, no, times so, multiple so times it's, it's, in that one video that guy literally says like what david lynch says here and it's like what are you doing yeah 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 exactly yeah I, i'm like to, to, you know I, I don't like like ragging on creators like no you know, but it, normally just, yeah like normally don't rag on them but those are literally the same guys who like led that fucking campaign of like harassing those like american silent hill devs for like ruining the series and those guys <laughs> then got oh, interviewed and they're just like yeah i was just like doing a job and then a bunch of people said they hoped i died you know <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah and it was all yeah, based yeah. off yeah. that one video claiming that they like sabotaged the series it's, like, it's so weird it was so weird like <laughs> very uh, a very slimy channel imo <laughs> um but yeah, so I like I you know it, it's that way where you you can't have like a definitive view of what a David Lynch thing is, you know, and uh, he doesn't want you to. He just wants you like I, I like I swear like the it's it's, it's, the it's it is dream shit. Yeah, it's like whatever you interpret, that's good enough. I think. Hell, that's the same way I view fucking Dark Souls lore. I don't give a shit about your interpretation of the plot. I think it's whatever the player reads into it is the plot of a Souls game, you know, like because it's so. They give you nouns, they give you places, and the rest is kind of vague enough where you can kind of, you know, it doesn't matter. And, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's, there's beauty in that kind of storytelling. Totally. Exactly. Um, now, but yeah, just hit my um, knee. 
I can't remember what the fuck we were talking. Oh, we were talking about like books and shit <laughs> after Disco Elysium. We were talking uh, about we'll oh, yeah. guitar and video games. <laughs> what a band! <laughs> that, that, that album is so fucking good. That's one of the. <laughs> like, that's that's it's, that's when you know you've grown up. Is when you realize that's the best Sunny Day Real Estate album. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the only one I ever really liked. It's, it's like so good. I, I wasn't. You know, I, I I was I was you know I, I was never super into fucking diary or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> like that, that that album has like so many fucking like weird fucking like um the 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 roses and water breath is like really fucking strange. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's really really fucking good. But uh. Yeah, I, I, I listen. I like that. That album's still in pretty fucking constant rotation for me. Um, oh yeah, speaking of music shit, uh, uh, just just a quick a quick thing. R.I.P. Gabe Serbian. Um, because like fucking hell, that 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 news um kind of kind of rocked me for like a a, a day there. You know, it was it, yeah, just, fucking... uh, G- yeah. G- Gabe Serbian, if you didn't know, was uh the the drummer for bands like The Locust and Retox when they started out and. Like a whole bunch of fucking things he played for, like Zoo for a bit. And, Headwound uh, City, Headwound City, yeah, yeah, which was the Proto Retox band, and uh, one of my favorite yeah, band like, names of all time is Headwound City. <laughs> Headwound City is such a good name, and like, and a band that you know they they start like they started off like like I say they were they were they were, they were the Proto Retox. It was a uh, and. Like they sounded very much like that. It was like really kind of crazy, fast, like all over the place stuff. And then they reunited and they put out a fucking album back in like 2015, 16 that was like that was just kind of like a weird post-hardcore record, and it and it fucking ruled. <laughs> like, uh, um, and he was also like this is something I forget. He, Gabe Serbian was also the original vocalist for uh, Dead Cross. Oh, really? And 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 yeah, because because Dead Cross posted a photo of um, uh, like you know uh, Justin, uh, Mike, and Dave Lombardo, and Gabe was there, and I was like, what? and then I was like, oh yeah. So the thing was that, um, the you know they, they like Justin and Mike and Gabe started this fucking band with Dave Lombardo, and then Gabe was like having another kid or something like that, and so he had to go and just take care of that. So they just. So Dave managed to get in Mike Patton to be the fucking frontman of Dead Cross. Um, so yeah, like really fucking weird, but um, but yeah, like absolutely, like le- le- you know, not something I say lightly. Like legitimately, maybe one of the best drummers ever to uh, you know to have done it. He's um, so fucking nasty. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah, like he, he and and he's he's one of those drummers. Like he didn't practice or anything like that from what I recall like he, he, he was just like naturally just like he, he started he started off as one of the guitarists of the locust if, if i remember correctly and then they were just like oh wait no he's actually a really good drummer <laughs> and uh you know uh aye, man just like what uh, I, and you watch videos of him play and he's doing like the craziest fucking shit and uh, completely effortlessly like it's just kind of his wrists just moving around the kit like without any like it looks like there's no effort whatsoever but the drummer in my band uh we were watching videos of uh of of like the locust uh yesterday and um 
And, you know, and he was like, those symbols he's got are like three times heavier than normal symbols. And he is just like pulverizing them like it's nothing. So it, like it looks really effortless, but he is hitting so fucking hard. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the day before his birthday. Dude, I didn't realize that. Yeah, day before his like forty fifth birthday or something like that. It oh, has to be like some kind young. of fucking Yeah, you don't you don't want to like speculate on shit like that, but it's like, you know, it, an accident or something like that, and that really uh, it's uh harrowing. Um you know, and, and like yeah, just really fucking young for such a an incredible fucking drummer, like l- legitimately like one of the best drummers ever. Like, um, and it really sucks that he's gone. But um but yeah, um, uh, I, I don't know, uh, back to video games, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of like segue out of, out of something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I don't know, I, I, I've, I've been playing, uh, you know, going, going from like, you know, there's this really like extremely deep literary, uh, fucking masterpiece of a video game, uh, to, uh, I, I've been playing a, a game called Teardown, um, where you just kind of like break shit, um, and it <laughs> rules. <laughs> it's uh, like uh, I, I don't I don't know if you've ever heard of this game. Um, you've probably seen it about. It's it's like it, it kind of looks like uh, like kind of Minecraft, but like like kind of blocky in that in that way. But like you know, kind of modern setting and stuff like that. Um, and like they they just released it into one point oh. It was in early access for a while, uh, and like I I haven't been playing with the the sandbox mode or anything. I've just kind of been doing the campaign, and it's <laughs> a heist game, it, like it, I, I and a really good one at that. Like you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of. Do you remember Quadrilateral Cowboy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you like. You know, that that was a game where you like program like you kind of had you had time to like wander the the kind of the the, the you know the, the target or whatever and try to like kind of plan out your approach and then you'd get your terminal out and you'd program you know the, the series of events that you needed to happen and like the breaks in between and then as soon as you hit enter you had to just like execute on that strategy. Like it's it's very similarly laid out here where a lot of like you're, you'll be going in to to get like info or whatever or intel or collect a certain item, and like and you'll you'll essentially have like a planning phase where you can just like walk about this kind of sandbox map and kind of you know like uh you know, f- find where your targets are like they'll usually be like at different points across the map so you have to like figure out a way to get from one target to the other end of the map and stuff and you have like cars and boats and everything like that to do so um and then once then it's like right once you figured out your approach once you pick up that item it'll it'll set off an alarm and you'll have like a minute to get all the other stuff and to get out of the crime scene um and but except the thing is here the entire environment is completely destructible uh nice. and so it's like so, 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 like, you can kind of just go about, like, right, I'm going to, so say, 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 like, and, and the, the, the map is, like, completely empty beforehand as well, so you kind of have free reign over it, so, like, the whole thing is, you'll, you'll, you'll be like, right, if I, 
I, I'm going to need to have, I'm going to need to like run into that house very quickly to the back of that house and like grab that item and then get back in my car and drive off. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive a fucking like, like bulldozer into this fucking house. I'm going to get out. I'm going to like smash this house up. So I have like a clear path to that item in, in the, in the back of the house. Like, so you're basically just systematically destroying this house, but like without touching the item so that it doesn't set off the alarm. Then you're going to the other end of the map and like thinking, okay, so I can, I can like, I, I can grab that, jump on this boat, drive through this bridge and it will completely dismantle <laughs> the bridge. And, and like, I, I, and, and then I can run over here and I, and I have already destroyed this fucking house so I can just run in and get it, get the item and then get back in my car and drive through this gate that is that is closed or you know i i, I can i can like destroy the the walls that contain the gate you know <laughs> and and like that you know so it's it's like it's it's a really you know they managed to turn because because it's it almost you'd think it would suffer from like the scribble knots problem where like if you remember the game scribble knots it was the game where you could just like write in what you wanted to appear to like solve any problem, you like say someone like wanted Cthulhu a fucking and just stand yeah. on him. <laughs> exactly, like yeah. a, 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 any problem, you know, like you're meant to think like, oh, this boy needs something to like sort out his hair or something. So I'll type in a comb, but it's like, okay, I can just type in Cthulhu and destroy the entire map. Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> and, 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 and 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 here it's it's kind of that thing where you think, well, why can't you just destroy everything and then you just have a clear path to like drive through? Well. It's because they are attached to like these alarm systems that mean that you only have a minute once that alarm's tripped to get from like to get to all these targets and get all the items um and and all that kind of stuff so like the planning phase is like quite it, it, you know it's a game like that is centralized on this this thing of destructible environments and like originally started as a kind of sandbox thing i think um but like you know for for that kind of thing that gives you all these tools of destruction and um you know and and completely destructible environments the actual planning phase is like weirdly methodical like it, it's it's like right okay I, I i can't disturb that object like so i need to like hammer everything around it so you're just kind of like minecraft mining all this stuff uh, and it's, I, I say minecraft it's it's like it's way more like weighty and satisfying than minecraft it's all it's all like physics based, so it, you know if you like hammer out the supports to a building, that building's gonna fucking topple over, um, and, and and like crumble in a really satisfying way. But it's like you have to be like really careful with it and really like plan out your route. Um, and I've had a fucking blast with it, honestly, because there because it's one of those ones where it shows you your your route through the level. Like once you activate the alarm, like it'll it'll track your movements and show you at the end of level screen like what your movements were and you and you'll think like okay i i could like i could optimize that so much better and i could do it in whatever way i want there's really like no like limits in terms of like you know say say like you've got a body of water between you and the other target like yes you could break down the building and then get in your car and drive round or you could find some way to like get like the support pillar from like uh, from a, a tower put that in the water and use that as like a bridge to get across like there, there's nothing really stop it like but in the in the process of doing that you have to be really careful that you don't end up like accidentally hammering the support 
and and like completely breaking it. So it's like, you know, you know, there's all this stuff that you you think, well, like that was every 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 approach to a mission feels insanely personalized, and like, you know, no one will have the same approach to any given mission, and it, and it rules. It's like it's really fucking cool. Like I was really surprised by it. Um, Damn. Yeah. So, this this yeah, looks really yeah. fun. I've only ever I, I've seen like the like the little JPEG title image, whatever you call it. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I never actually looked yeah. at it. Yeah, the banner, and it just says the name, so it doesn't give me much to go on. But yeah, I just saved no, this I, for later. I, I, it looks I, really I, cool. I, I, yeah, I, I think I think you will really enjoy it um, because because it because it really is like completely open ended, but not in the way that it's just. Like, hey, go and destroy things. Like, you you can do that if you want. There is a sandbox mode, and there's all kinds of like cheats and stuff that you can activate. But it's just like, you know, if you want like a really good structured campaign that also allows you complete fucking freedom in how you approach the objectives, like, it's it's really cool. Like, I I was I was really really surprised with it. Um, and yeah yeah I don't know it was um, I it was uh. Uh, like i mean honestly like most of the other things i've been playing have kind of been like just bits and bobs um but yeah i don't know like what, what have you been playing anything else man yeah um i also uh i checked out that game golden light um yeah yeah i was gonna ask you about that yeah yeah it's that, that game looks fucking cool it's really cool it's i don't know if i like it is that a weird thing to say um like but no, I yeah. I think it's I, yeah. cool, but I don't know if I like enjoy playing it too much. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's still a rogue like at the end of the day. Um, but it's in a really cool packaging. It's this kind of like, um, visually it looks a lot like PS One Silent Hill. Like you're literally running around like like these corridors made out of chain link fences with like you know pulsing meat behind them <laughs> as like the scenery <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 you know and you hear shit uh staticky things and uh there's a lot of it's really funny is maybe this is just because maybe i just i know a lot about public domain sounds uh partially through doing this uh <laughs> podcast actually just because i know i know a lot of sounds that are free <laughs> to use and i recognize a lot of stock sound effects now in games i i, I play and it, 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 it kind of does yeah. pull me out but i literally like there is an enemy in this game that plays like a huge unedited clip from like Night of the Living Dead, and it just like really pulls me out of it because I know exactly where the clip is taken from. It's just like <laughs> it's a very weird aside, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, there's all sorts of yep. like unsettling stuff like that, and uh, you run around the corridors, and the gameplay is uh, as the game describes very aptly a reverse prop hunt. Um, in right. in Soviet Russia, prop hunts you. You know that kind of that's literally, that's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like that's literally the philosophy of this game is you're running around <laughs> trying to find uh, keys to descend uh, down these like elevators and every floor more and more locks are added so you got to find more keys and you're running around meanwhile stacks of garbage stacks of meat stacks of computers uh, a phone like like you know normal objects um, could all of a sudden sprout like oily legs and a bunch of eyeballs and start trying to eat your face or something or there's all sorts of weird random enemies that can appear one of them is like literally a walking wall and uh there's just you know there's this weird kind of vague story about a man and a woman i guess kind of prevailing through it uh the girl is constantly referred to as she and i guess you're trying to find her she's been grabbed and pulled down into 
the meat, I believe it's like the, that's kind of the name of this entity <laughs> that you're into. Uh, there's a lot of bizarre prompts that are always on top of the screen. Uh, it feels like a fucking Silent Hill version of like Tim and Eric language almost. Uh, right. Where it's like stick your hand in the in the in the the moist meat hole, you know, like stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what other things? I'm I'm looking at my screenshots right now. There's always like weird stuff. Uh you can a big part of the mechanics is also um your item your weapons are living, quote unquote. Like they'll be they'll have eyeballs and stuff and they'll uh when they're alive, they have like different properties like flaming, poison, uh rust, which I still don't fully understand what the fuck rust does. Um but stuff like that. But if you get in a jam and want to survive to keep going down the floors because your progress gets reset every time you die. Um you can eat like your gun or you can eat your knife and it will like bring back some of your health, but you'll also like catch on fire if it was a fire object, stuff like that. <laughs> you can like eat a gun, eat a knife. Um, yeah, it's it is so batshit. It, it is it is on purpose, like trying to be cryptic as fuck too, to the point where I'm not fully certain how I progress in the game. There's a clear there, there is a clear goal here where you're traversing through these uh, these like dun- these randomized dungeons and basically playing hide and seek with these objects and trying to sneak around and not kill many things. Cause the more things you kill, the more the level becomes like aware of you and you, you, it's harder for you. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and you're just trying to descend down the floors and you're trying to collect pieces of this woman referred to as she. And it seems like on, uh, when you die, you go to this hub world and it's like this big field of flowers with these like big telephone wires of meat veins and stuff. And there is a, sentient bicycle with a skull on it that plays these cool like lo-fi stuff you find off like soundcloud kind of lo-fi beats adult swim like and um yeah, yeah you ride this like sentient bicycle around and there's these different portals that get you into different themed areas of the meat dimension like where you're going down and i can't seem to fully understand if like i'm supposed to go to like the industrial meat area get a get a get a piece from there and then come back and then go to the giant typewriter area. Like I, I'm not quite certain where I'm supposed to be. It's a little too cryptic for its own good, I think. And after a while, I kind of don't like, like a lot of the levels are already kind of feeling samey for me, you know, like, so yeah. yeah. yeah, So I, I, I've only done like four hours of it and I gotta say, I'm getting a little bored and it's not really scary. Like you'll get, you'll get surprised and jump scared maybe by like, a computer sprouting legs and going like, like running off and hitting you. But it's not like, I never feel like I'm being pursued that much there. Like when you get all the keys for a level, sometimes everything in the level like turns at you and starts pursuing you. But it's like, it's, it's kind of hard to die and you're kind of really powerful if you have anything. And I guess the game circumvents that by being like, whatever you do, don't kill things. But I have found that I can just kill shit and get shit done. And I'm like barreling through the levels (laughs) at this point and just killing things. Um, yeah, like, so at the end of the day, I think it's like, it's, it's a cool, different looking game, but I feel like the longer I play it, the more I'm just like, this is kind of just like any roguelike, you know, there's these weird items you can pick up and you can eat them and you don't know what the, they do until you've eaten them. And every time you're every new life, it resets and, you know, it's cool. It's visually extremely interesting. You'll, uh, I found this band playing and they're just like these lumps of flesh like connected to their instruments kind of like like, it's got a really good aesthetic vibe going on and it looks like a really 
it looks like someone has like over filtered a PS1 game to the point where it's kind of blurry no matter what angle you look at things at. And it, it, it's got a cool yeah, vibe, yeah. cool sound effects, but I, it's like when I'm actually in the game going through the levels, collecting the body parts, I'm a little confused and I'm a little confused that if I'm playing right and yeah, I don't know. I'm just a little left in the dark and I don't think it's helping the atmosphere. I'm not like, Ooh, I'm so confused. It's spooky. It's more like, all right, I'm confused. Am I doing this right? It feels like I'm going in circles now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. well, yeah. Cause it's, cause, cause, cause it's that, that confusion when, when you're talking about like, it's kind of actually quite hard to die and stuff like that as well. Like, it's that co- it's that combination of like, well, I don't really feel like I'm under any threat here. It's just yeah. Whenever I, I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> and whenever I have died, it's because I've accidentally sprung like a trap that like literally sets the entire room on fire, and like the fire condition is just like bullshit. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> yeah, or like you get poisoned and on fire, and you get this thing called gold hunger, and gold is like the currency you pick up, and gold hunger fucking sucks, man. It drains all your gold, and then if you <laughs> run out of gold, it just starts draining your health. So that can, like, all stack. Oh, what? Yeah, and, and then your health can just go blip and just die. But, like, I, I very rarely have died to an enemy. Like, like I am yeah, running yeah, yeah. through, like, I am the problem. I am the monster, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> like, with the death. But, yeah, um, a lot of my deaths have been to, like, oh, well, I guess I just, you know, the planet's in a line, and I ran out of steam, and the RNG has, like, perfectly fucked me here to, like, not pursue i <laughs> like like pursue this run yeah, 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 oh yeah. well and i gotta say every time i play golden light i'm playing it through less and less chunks um <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah again i i i like it this is um uh i have another game i'm gonna get to shortly after talking about this of i gotta say this is a fucking killer year for the golden pumpkin list man like there are some really good <laughs> out there weird horror games coming out that i that i'm i'm digging uh yeah nice uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, cool. Yeah, um, I believe a month and a half ago I said I would talk about Iron Lung. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. This yeah. is one of this is one I've kind of seen. I've seen like YouTube thumbnails of, and and very little else. But I'm curious to hear about it because it's like it's one of those ones that it's really it seems good. like the kind of the, the the you know people are playing like it's some kind of like fucking creepy pasta game or something like people that. People are but, <laughs> I trying know. to make it more than that, and it, it like I don't I don't I. Let's talk about creepypasta people for a second. Creepypasta people are like <laughs> sure. horror fans that, in my opinion at least, in Nico's opinion, have like completely missed the point of horror, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I know that's a ballsy elitist thing to say, but I'm right. Um, <laughs> um, like, I, for, for me... The uh, <laughs> just did like a Bill Burr thing there. Uh, for me, for me, this is my truth, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> God, I fucking hate that phrase so much. It's so just like fuck off. All right, but for me, this is my truth. I'm speaking my truth right now, okay? <laughs> uh, horror, Go off, king. The best part about horror, like, and. This is probably my Lovecraft boner showing is like the fact that you don't know what the fuck the origin of the thing is, you know, like don't, that's the problem with creepypastas <laughs> is they want to Wikipedia everything. They want to turn everything into a wiki. Like, oh, here's the Five Nights at Freddy's yeah, wiki. Yeah. Here's the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's. It's like, you know what? I still stand by this. First Five Nights at Fre- Freddy's game is a very powerful execution of mixing the stress of like managing a bad job while something is breathing down your neck and like the horror of something pursuing you it's a great execution the first one the first one 
yeah, th- yeah. then it gets like high on its own supply of bullshit lore that was always hinted at, and then it now has become like a full thing where you can read like a fucking eight paragraph document that some twelve year old kid wrote. And uh, yeah, it's like it's 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 a slander thing as well, you know. It's um, you know, like the, the whole thing. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's it's like yeah. it's it's that thing of oh, this 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 thing that. Like kind of looks like nothing and kind of is nothing. It, like it's just a scary thing. Well, did it's you know that Slenderman's name was actually Thomas Nichols and he was a child in 1962 <laughs> and he had a bolt. Here's an entire excerpt of his life when he was seven years old. It's like no, you're ruining it. You're yeah, killing like, it like, hard. You, 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 yeah, like just stop it. The, the the mystery is the mystery is what's scary. Is. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah um, like I, I've I've seen those videos you're talking about too. Like, what does it mean? What is the blood ocean really Earth? And it's like, just shut the <laughs> fuck up, guys. Like, why can't time it- for a game theory? Yeah. Like, why can't it just be a scary thing? And part of it is like you kind of project. Like it's 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 eerie. Honestly, game will take you yeah, about yeah, a, yeah. It, the game will take you about an hour to get through. Uh, hour and a half maybe. It's a little finicky sometimes. Um, the meat of like all of the game is in this extremely tiny submarine that um, for the protection of the submarine, not you has been welded shut. uh, And you are a criminal, like a convict. Uh, It's in the far future out in space. Humanity is kind of on these really spread apart isolationist colonies. And one by one, they are just disappearing Um, in that same universe as like an aside, you're just a prisoner. um, And you've been told that to win your freedom, uh, you must just go. uh, They're going to, submerge you in this ocean of blood that exists on one of these moons out nearby the colonies that are disappearing and you have to go down to a certain depth and photograph things underwater that are marked on this sea chart for you and you do that you get welded in because the depth you're at makes it so that you can't have your viewing window open so the only way you can see out of this submarine is by taking these old clunky pictures with a big button that show a big grainy black and white photo and the meat of the game is you making sure your X and Y axis are lined up, right? And aligned with the C chart. And then the, your, the axis is correct that you're facing. And then you take photos of stuff under the sea, uh, under this blood ocean. You just got to make sure you don't bump into rocky walls in these canyons you're in. Right. And that's it. That's the game. Like, you just chart this map. You go to everywhere in the chat and, you know, stuff happens. Like, yeah, like yeah. as it goes, you know, you start maybe hallucinating or you start hearing shit outside and you start maybe taking some photos and it is like like I, I i'm refusing to say any more because like i am someone who has a deep fear like an irrational fear of like sea monsters i'm literally reading a book yeah, yeah. about sea monsters like a textbook about it right now um which <laughs> is hilariously weird um but like I, I i love sea monsters because i like it's my worst fear to like be alone in a body of water and look down and see like a gigantic fucking eyeball. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, of course. It's yeah. Horrifying. This game like <laughs> delivers on that fucking fear for me. Like it is like, like this game is like a, a personal nightmare for me. Like this is like, like you're being forced to like earn your freedom and you're locked in a fucking, you're locked in a little vessel. Like just uh, who cares if it's a blood ocean. Hey, just like but, under but a Nico body did, of fucking did, water. <laughs> Did you know that the, f- the, the, the the fish's name is actually Thomas Pimlico or whatever the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and if you um, mix up that name, it means Albert Einstein. And the giant <laughs> monster is actually the atom bomb. Did somebody say Manhattan Project? Yeah, this is about your guilt. And it's like, no, just shut up. 
<laughs> just be like a nice short story about something eerie happening and then yeah, so you get scared like it's great it's really good it's effective it is literally like five bucks i highly recommend it if you i i have i have come to kind of learn this over the years and become like a champion of is the best horror video games are short as fuck because most yeah, yeah, most yeah, horror ideas good. are only as good as as like an hour because once you get used to the once the foot drops you're gonna get used to it and then yeah. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. And, this, and as soon as you're used to it, then it stops being a threat, and then it's, uh, yeah, then it then it stops being scary. David <laughs> so. David Semenzi's games, which is the the Dusk guy, as he's known, but it's funny because he yeah, actually Dusk is like the outlier in his body of work. The majority of his games are like you know walking sim esque horror games, where like really there's not even many controls other than click thing to you know interact with thing and read a note. But like yeah, he's He's really good at ending the game when the foot drops to give you that fucking yeah, yeah, god, yeah. and then like the game ends. And it's like, ooh, that was great. Like it was a great, you get a little whoosh, and then experience over on on with your day. It's uh, yeah, yeah Iron yeah. Lung is good. Don't watch any fucking whoa YouTube guys playing it. Just don't. Top of the morning, man, oh, no, no, no. You guys, what was that noise? You know, it's just like, <laughs> fuck off. yeah. Whoa, guys! Whoa, whoa! I, I, I'm, 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 I'm a little scared right now. Like and sub if whoa. you're scared too. Yeah, like just stop it. <laughs> just stop it. Just play games like this are meant to be enjoyed in darkness alone. No outside noises. Just, in, just it, it, immerse yourself for thirty fucking minutes. Just do it. Change your life. <laughs> there's some kind. There's some. There's some kind of weird about this blood ocean, guys. I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking there's some kind of weird about this. I hope there's not blood monsters. Yeah, just like just stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yeah, Iron Lung is awesome. Uh, Go off, King. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Creepy pasta. It's time for the chopping block. Speak your truth. Yeah, this is my truth. Let's fucking go. Yeah. yeah! All right. Um, <laughs> I have come for you, creepy pasta. I have come for you. Your time is nice. <laughs> You're dead. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I just got a fucking Melvin out, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've listened to a bunch more Melvins, actually, as well, recently. Getting, getting back onto the fucking music tip. I made a playlist um, of their dumbest named songs, so I have, like, stuff like Squeet <laughs> Squeetus and stuff like that on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's a good mix. Oh, man. Yeah, like, um, I, I, I just had Bullhead on repeat. Um, it's one of my favorite for, album for, covers for in the time, world. <laughs> I love that album cover <laughs> so much. I want it framed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, like, weirdly, I've been buying a bunch of vinyl just so I can, like, I can get around to doing that one day where I can just, like, frame it and just put it up or something Record like that. Record frames, yeah. Um, I bought a William Shatner album yeah. just for the sole purpose of doing that. Like, I haven't even unwrapped it. It's just... It, and, it's, just and, 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 sam and sampling it. Mr. Tambourine <laughs> Man! Board. It's, it's so I can't get behind that in the jingle jangle morning. Uh. <laughs> so wait, what 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 uh what Shatner album was it? The Transformed Man. It's where he does Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. where Mr. Tambourine Man uh, fuck it, uh like, like, like all the uh 
Don't believe Rocket Man's. I think Rocket Man was live only. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> was, was a deep cut. <laughs> Bases. No place to raise a child. Um. <laughs> does he, he also does uh, just like excerpts of Hamlet on it. Uh, and then it fades into <laughs> it was a very good year. Uh, and then uh, he also does Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, which is just as wild as you'd fucking think. Then he does a bit of Romeo and Juliet. Uh, he does some uh, King Henry V. Um, then he does the theme from Cyrano, and then it leads into Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's an insane person. Uh, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, this album came out in 1968, and it's literally just William Shatner being like, this will be me singing and also be like an acting read. Yes. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's a madman. That's. Again, this is why he's one a of mad the best. Man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. A madman that has now actually been in space. Yes. Um, oh, God. oh my God. I don't know why, but for some reason I thought to watch that heartbreaking clip of him with, uh, oh, uh, with but, Bezos. But I watched the Limmy observing it thing, and yeah, like Limmy just like, na- in true Limmy fashion, nail on the head analyzing the scenario. <laughs> uh, as one comment points out, it's everyone's worst nightmare to have Limmy examine a social situation you're involved in because he's... He's really good at it. He's really good. <laughs> he just fucking gets to the center of it. He can really like pick people's brains apart just by their expressions. <laughs> I almost don't want to recommend it. It's some of the most crushing. Like the, an old man has just oh, like God. experienced something he never thought he'd experience in his lifetime. And Jeff Bezos is <laughs> champagne, you know, just like fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking. He's, he's like, oh yeah, no, he, he, like he, he, he like gets his attention for a second, and and, and Shatner's like, that was incredible. That was <laughs> what like, you've done today. I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and he's like, let's get the champagne. He like completely fucking like. Hey, you want some of this? It's yeah. just. Oh. I just. Oh man! Somebody needs to suplex yeah. fucking Bezos, man. Just like, yeah. fucking what a piece of shit. <laughs> like what? A, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah there's like you know i i i i think the whole fucking like the 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 kind of picking of one billionaire villain over like the the millions of other fuck or you know the 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 tons (laughs) of other like billionaire fucking villains is is like it's a weird fucking thing of fucking social media or whatever the fuck but like then you see clips like that and you're like, oh, wait, this dude is j- like, whether this dude had <laughs> yeah. zero dollars or a billion dollars, he would just be an asshole. Like, thing, he's like, really? This isn't even a billionaire problem. This is just like, this man's a cunt. Like, <laughs> like this yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. a bad like, I mean, person. Like, to, 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 like, like yeah. <laughs> like a society that allows billionaires to exist when people are fucking going hungry is an unfair society to be, to be clear. But it's like, there are like, Money put to the side. There are people that are just fucking arseholes. That's just a terrible personality. um, (laughs) Like, I'm sure money had a hand in that personality, but holy (laughs) shit, some people just wired bad, you know? Like that's what. Uh, (laughs) Jesus, oh my god, that guy's a real jerk. (laughs) I mean, this guy was a real jerk. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, Do you want yeah. your soul uh, like cracked in half by someone having literally like oh, probably probably like one of the most tear jerking like I saw the face of God esque moments in their lives, you know, like and then a guy going, Ah yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, you want some champagne? Like like literally like hold that thought there. 
guy rethinking his life up until then because he saw fucking space. Like, what the? Fuck. What is this war space to you? And he was the loneliest man in the world. <laughs> the most loneliest man in the world. Pretend I'm playing that instead of. Everybody's going to the party, have a real good time. Play that, but, it's, but play that slowed down and then zooming in on Bill Shatner as it's in black and white. Everybody's going to the party, have a real good time. If, if this if this is if this is someone's first episode of the podcast and they don't really know what System of Down is all about, this must be the most like fucking mind melting experience they could possibly have. <laughs> System of Down. This is just my Armenian uncle Serge and, his, and, and my aunt. Punker standing next to big men in dresses. La 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 la. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. oh. Iron Lung. Do it. Iron Lung. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck um, are we talking about? Uh that's some thing. What kind of shit is that? Yeah, shit is that? Oh, we're talking about William Shatner. Something bullhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then the yeah, the Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The Melvins. I yelled at the kids and then the Melvins came in and screamed about Joan of Arc. Alright, I got it. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um but, uh, uh, I. What did you? What did you? What have you been playing? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I um, so I, 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 I've played a little bit of a game called uh, Dorf Romantic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I laughed is... my ass off when I saw you playing that because that was the first time I'd ever heard of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, I just saw. A... I read the name. And I was like, "What the fuck is that name? Dorf Romantic?" It's just like. <laughs> That sounds like a username that you would just make for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, it's like so. This this is a game that I I wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have like given this game a second look were it not for the fact that um my girlfriend was watching my girlfriend watches like a couple of streamers and like they were playing it and she was like it looks so relaxing I, I really want to play it like my my girlfriend has a fucking like she she needed a new laptop and um and and like. She went for a Chromebook, and like I, I didn't really know what the fuck a Chromebook was either until she got one. Chromebooks fucking suck because <laughs> I, I promise this is, this is relate. I promise this is relating back to what we're talking about. But um, you know, like the 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 stuff you are lim like the the apps and everything that you are limited to with a Chromebook is like if you, unless you want to like fucking crack the thing open and get into like Linux coding or whatever the fuck like you like chromebooks are terrible and they are like they're they, like they're the, the innards are so like shite that you can't run anything so like so she has this laptop and she's not been able to play any games that she has on steam because it can't fucking run steam like they only just re re like released a beta to run steam on some chromebooks um but uh so yeah so, so she was like she was really excited about this game that she couldn't play and then I got sent a code for it um, through a fucking key mailer or something like that. They, like, they were just like, hey, you know, do you want a code for this? Um, and, like, usually I would have fucking rejected it, but it was just like, oh, no, my, my you know, my girlfriend, uh, like, likes that game and it looks pretty cool from what I've seen. So I got it. And, like, for, so, so, like, I have, I now have, like, fucking like three or four hours of playtime on it. Like, 95% of that has been my girlfriend. <laughs> just like, like, 
on my computer like fucking hooked on this thing um uh but like um the you know i i i've i've played i've played a bit of it now as well and it is a really relaxing game like um it is essentially you are you are you are placing tiles and building this kind of like little rural city foresty type thing on these kind of little hexagonal uh grids like i, yeah. I think or you know um and yeah. uh and, and yeah it's, it's like you, you look up a screenshot for this game and you kind of know what it is like essentially you have these tiles on them that will have variations on houses or trees or fields and you're kind of trying to link up um you know the the like these things with like you're trying to link up houses with other houses to like to build like residential areas and stuff but it's not it's not like a city builder where you're thinking like right i have to position this correctly so i can so i can get people in and out and construct roads and everything like it's nothing like that you're you're just placing tiles and and, and largely it is a kind of aesthetic experience you know you are it, like it is it is a super relaxing fucking game but like what was that game um that i think you played uh townscaper yeah um like where but that that, that game was like much more like that game didn't really have any kind of it's, like it's like scoring mechanics or anything like that townscaper is like arguably not a game because like all it is is basically yeah, like yeah. playing with blocks <laughs> like you just yeah, yeah, yeah you basically yeah. just click and you can add or remove stuff yeah like it's kind of just like a yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a it's like a 3d picture maker or something yeah that, i was actually think as soon as i saw a screenshot i was like this looks like somebody kind of gamified this yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure Wait, and it looks like it's just as relaxed because townscaper is literally what i would play just to like chill out and like it was just kind of you could like totally you could kind of like space out and like click around on townscaper and then you'd end up with some cool like weird fucking city in the shape of a dick you know or something <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah it's, it is kind of like that thing but like turned into a video game where um you know like my girlfriend's getting like you know super fucking high scores and stuff and i'm like i i don't know like there's there, there's there's an aspect to it where i kind of don't know what the fuck i'm doing half the time what's, what's the um, game like what's the so 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 it's, it's literally like you're you're trying to like link up like like i say you're trying to link like say, say you you get a tile with like some houses on it you're trying to link that with another tile that has houses on it like that gives you extra oh. points and creates a kind of area like you get kind of it's like dominoes like, i quests. guess right is that a dominoes play yeah, kind, yeah kind, kind of like it's, it's, it's i played dominoes it, like, with my grandma like, when i was four once i'm, I'm reaching back here <laughs> but uh, i i I, uh, I think that's how dominoes is play. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's it, like it's, it's not it's not as like rigid as dominoes right. it's just it's just kind of like like you, you, so you have you, you get given like a hundred tiles or something, and you are trying to place them on this hexagonal thing in as efficient a way as possible that lets you kind of build the biggest like residential areas or forests or like train lines and stuff. It's you're, you're not thinking of it like logically, you're not thinking of it in terms of like, right, I need the train to go through this part of the city or whatever. It's just, it's, it's just like, does it look somewhat logical like that a train would flow like this or whatever it, or you know it, it you're not you're not really thinking about how the train line gets to different areas or anything it's just here's a train line i'm trying not to hit a dead end or, or something you know like um and 
but like the game just goes until you run out of tiles and you can gain more tiles through like just um you know placing things in the right way and depending on how you place the tiles you will get more or less points depending on how like how connected it is to other things of its type like say you have trees you want to put that in a forest if you have houses you want to put that in the residential area and stuff so it's like it's, it's it is a very relaxing game I, I i like half the time i'm like i will put i will put something down like you know i'll put like some trees down or something and think right okay like i, I i'm I, like that will connect me really well to the to the train line i have running down you know the, the running around the edge of my city at the moment and I, I i need to just like complete that train line um and then it will just like block off that that little block that i'm that i'm thinking about like you know i'm, I'm like no I, I i want to play something there like why why did you just block that off like i i i'm still in the stage of like figuring out what the actual mechanics of this game really are but it's you know it's just relaxing to place things down and and just create this cool looking thing that morphs into you know a, a really kind of big environment from like just one block um and yeah it's 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 it's, it's cool it's just like a nice little relaxing thing um but yeah uh, i mean it's it's kind of one of those games that there's not really a whole lot to say about it outside of that because it's not like you're on like you know there's a lot of like ways to play it like there's different modes and stuff but it's all coming down to the same thing of like you just kind of place tiles until it starts to look like a city and you know that's just kind of satisfying in itself um you know my 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 girlfriend like has lost like hours on building one city <laughs> like you know it's 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 that kind of game where you can just kind of get lost in it for for ages um but yeah no it's it's, it's cool I, I i like if if you're into that kind of relaxing type of building game but you're but you kind of want more of a game out of it then Dorf Romantic is is well worth checking out. I would say. Um, I'm not sure how much it is. Play it. <laughs> um, at the time of this recording, Dorf Romantic is there's a bit, there's a sale going on right now. Steam. Yeah. Uh, on Steam, it's nine seventy nine. Honestly, you know that's, that's a pretty good price for that. Like it's it, you know, um, it, it just came out of early access. I'm not sure what it was. I'm not sure like how a game like that goes from early access to 1.0 because it because like I, I don't mean this to sound like dismissive of of the game but it's like there's not a lot to it <laughs> it's like it kind of just is what it is i'm not sure what the early access period did for it but um but who knows but uh but yeah that's not romantic it's cool oh shit i i, I forgot to, I, I i um uh i played that uh lost judgment dlc they brought out lost judgment dlc uh the kaito files um, You're forgetting about Lost Judgment existing. Yeah, you, did you? Yeah, you, did you play it? Not the second one, no. Or, or, or no, the yeah, first, whatever. Yeah, the God, I, yeah, because you you, you, played you, played, you you played the yeah yeah yeah. And then I also I, I played. To, I, I played uh oh, I played Yakuza Seven most recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seem to remember you liking Judgment though. Yeah, Judgment was cool. I liked it a lot. I yeah, liked, yeah. I also liked all the the cast and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, to, to be clear up front, like I, I did a video on on the lost the lost judgment DLC, the the Kaito files. Um, that was it was sponsored by Sega, 
Like, well, it's the, the, well, like, well, Sega Hambo. <laughs> I see how okay. uh, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hedgehog now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a virtua I'm a virtua fighter. Um, ah, so that's you who said the amazing Sega quote. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Sega. See, it's me. Oh, it's um, you're, you're the reason why every fucking Sega game goes Sega like really fucking loud before it, <laughs> and then the rest of the game's quiet. Stop doing that, Sega. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's so like yeah, like I I was I was uh, you know I was going to check out the Kaito files anyway, but like Sega just got in touch and were and and said, look, we want you to make a video on this, you know, and we'd like to sponsor it, um. And then I was like, sure, okay, I mean, like, you know, like, uh, do you want me to hit any talking points or anything like that? Like, you know, I mean, obviously, this is, this is without getting, it was the same for the Not For Broadcast thing, I was like, you know, I need to be able to kind of do my own thing, you know, I'm not just gonna do a fucking sponsored video that's just, that's purely just a fucking ad or whatever, um, you know, I need to just be able to kind of, do, like, but they were just, they, they didn't want, like, it was even more of an open brief than the fucking not for broadcast video like where they were just like look we just want to like pay you some money <laughs> to just do do a normal video and we don't care if it's like you know we we don't mind if it's like positive or negative or whatever like just Make you know, as many Sonic like, jokes I, as you want, for God's sake! Just <laughs> please talk about like, the game. Like, like it was, it was, it was kind of strange. I, I, I guess it's because like the the word about the Kaito files, it, it like it hasn't really been getting out there very far. Like, um, and, I, I had also, no idea. Like, yeah, and 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 the fact is that like it's it's a thirty pound DLC that I, I you know, or twenty five quid or something like that, thirty dollars. Wow. I, I, I didn't realize that it was that expensive like you know obviously they sent over code and stuff um and uh you know like i mean that's that's a pretty high asking price for for a lot of dlcs um so you know like i don't know if that, that stuff will ever come down in a sale or you can get the season pass that brings it down in price or something um but in terms of like a story i i enjoyed it more than lost judgment <laughs> like nice. um like, to, to be clear to be to be clear like i i really loved lost judgment as a game but like you know I, i've talked about this in a lot of videos now but like the problem with lost judgment for me was that the first judgment without spoiling anything you know it, it's kind of a standalone story like it, it's yeah. yagami like he, he he's, he's struggling to find his place in the legal system he's the, a disgraced lawyer uh, but he's kind of, you know, he's he's trying to figure out like whether he val like what his values are. Where, like it's the struggle between a detective's job to find the truth and a lawyer's job to win a case, and those are two very different things. But by the end of the first game, like that's solved. You know, it's it's like Yagami's yeah. struggle is 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 fixed. You know, um, it didn't feel like it needed a sequel. Like you know, like a, yeah. and I, I remember yeah. also being severely confused when Lost Judgment came out because I. I just remember seeing it being like, what? So is this like a director's cut? Like, what is this? And then like realizing <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a sequel and then, yeah, it's just weird. I, I feel bad for this sub-series now, I guess. But I also feel like I would have preferred if it, um, Judgment would have been the start of a cool, just like, hey, let's just write stories using this engine and do different people from different walks of life and different, you know, from different viewpoints in the world of yeah, Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like kind of what I thought they were doing, but I guess they're just, I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I like it all, but well, I don't know what they're doing. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, so I like, I so this DLC very much feels like, you know, I mean, because I I don't know if you're familiar with the whole struggle that they've had with like the the the, the, the kind of the disputes around the likeness of the guy that plays Yagami and like his agency is apparently like ridiculously controlling of like that image. Um, yeah, they so, like censor so, like, they, him in magazines, right, or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's like stuff, weird. stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah, it's strange. Um, but like they, they're like that is the reason that Judgment will likely never come to PC. And um, <laughs> it's so odd because it's like I, still I, coming I, out. Like it, it, it's like out on other yeah. things. Like who cares? Like I don't, I don't get it. It's uh, yeah, and and like and and so you know, but but it's also the reason like the disputes with the agency and stuff. Have, have meant that like people are like you know it's kind of a given at this stage that like we're not going to get another yagami game um and 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 so the kaito files is kind of like okay but what if we could continue in this universe but have this guy as the main character and it turns out the kaito fucking like, i mean obviously kaito's great in the in the first two judgment games I like love he's, he's a he's a great he's a great kind of like you know like part of that you know buddy cop like duo or whatever you know and he's 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 the support to yagami in a lot of ways like and and the dlc kind of has him struggling with that a bit where it's like you know with within minutes he's like calling up people trying to like hang out and stuff and everyone's like hey i've got kind of other shit to do and it's like and he goes to the and he's just like well i guess i'll go drink and he goes to the bar and like and the and one of the people at the bar is like Oh yeah, struggling. You know, like the the leading man's the leading man's away. Like you know, and here's the sidekick. You know, it's it's like, uh, and and so he's just kind of like, yeah, you know. So like, so this game is kind of just about like, what the fuck, what what's Kaito's story? Because you know, like he's an ex yakuza. He was kicked out of his family, but like a lot of the details of that, and, and it, like a lot of the details of that have kind of been left pretty shrouded in mystery and like what was his love life like and you know and there's there's stuff where he's like you know you, you know people are talking about like oh yeah there was maybe like someone in his life and he's like now nah, let's move on let's move on you know like we don't need to talk about that and so it's it's like you know there's there's like a there's a mystery there that's that's um that's very kind of self-sustained like he doesn't want people like really knowing about his life but um you know he's he's kind of rest like he so basically yagami is away like they they treat it like you know and, and you get like texts from yagami just being like <laughs> yeah look after the office uh oh yeah we i had this crazy mystery where you had to go and fight a bear or something like that and, like uh, you just get through text message and stuff um but uh like and, and and so kaito is running the yagami detective agency for the day you know and it just so happens that someone comes in with a case for him that is like re- of of like real personal importance um you know like it's it's a tech ceo that comes in and is like hey my wife was reported dead two years ago but someone has said that they have seen her and she is just kicking about the t- she's just kicking about um <laughs> like we need i need you to go investigate and it turns out that Kaito has a relationship to this person as well, like in the past. Um, and it really forces him to confront the fact that like, oh yeah, I made all these choices to like go with the Yakuza and like be loyal to the Yakuza at all costs. And now I've been 
And ever since the Yakuza, I've been the muscle for this disgraced lawyer turned detective. And I, I, and I just beat people up in the streets, you know, to, to solve these dark things. But I kind of don't really have many people in my life that I could rely on in a bind. As a result, like, I've just supported everyone and, like, who, you know, like, what's my identity in all this? And, and like, you know, and you find out through, like, flashbacks and stuff, like, the way that he... The, the way that he was dedicated to the Yakuza might have cost him, like, you know, like, other people have other things and other people in their lives, whereas when Yagami's gone, like, Kaito kind of has nothing, like, he's just the sidekick, and so it's like, so, and, and it's a really fascinating kind of dive into, like, what that means and how he figures out who he is, and it turns out that he is, like, a really deep character that's kind of on that is really versatile from a writer's perspective i say it in the video like you know with kiryu you, like he is you know he he punches problems away and stuff he but he's like he is he is chivalrous he's really like honorable and like to to a fault like characters say like you know you're making the situation worse but like that's just who kiryu is like he will do the honorable thing no matter what like kasuga from Yakuza 7 is like trying to follow this blueprint of what a hero is and like so you know he's he's like very kind of you know he's still he's, he's rough around the edges but he's still trying to pursue this heroic thing of like you know a hero is like helps people and stuff like that and and Yagami is like he, he's this kind of noir like you know kind of moody cool guy or whatever whereas Kaito like he he's just kind of is what he is. Like he is like he's still got some of that yak as a mindset left in him. He doesn't he doesn't mind playing dirty to get what he needs and stuff. Like he but like he he will you know like so so like for context the game opens up where like there's there's like a sting going on where like this detective is approaching um, one of the guys from the, the law agency that Yagami was a part of and saying, like, ah, I caught you fucking cheating with this 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 other person. Bet your wife wouldn't want that, so you better pay me. And then Kaito comes up, and instead of, like, just punching him and telling him, like, you know, like, you know, you shouldn't do that, that you shouldn't extort people in this way, he's, he's like, no, I'm gonna fucking extort you for trying to pull this on my friend. Like, you know, like, you owe me money now. Like, it's it's, it's that kind of thing where... <laughs> Like he he you know he is he is a yak as a heart still, um, but in in a way that's like like if you're bullying people then you're gonna get my full force and, and like uh, and, and that is um it's it's a really fascinating thing where he's just like he just wants to cut to the to the chase like he is still like he's like I I say you know he's still like a yak like he only ever goes after like bullies and stuff like he he really hates bullies as as most yakuza characters do um and like so so it's so it's not like he's just being an arsehole it's it's like he's he is extorting the extortionists um but like he, he, like yeah it's it's he like for example he gets he gets offered the chance to do a job and and he gets given like payment for it that he's like this is money beyond my wildest dreams but like you know i kind of don't need it it's it's fine I, ju I just want to find out the truth and it's not some kind of thing of like 
I can't take your money. This is not the honourable thing to do. It's just like, right, come on, let's let's just go. Like, forget forget about the payment. Like, we'll, we'll just we'll sort that out later. Like, I just want to know the truth. Like, it, it's it's a very kind of direct way to get to like the core of this character, and it's 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 nice. Like, so so the thing is, the the point I'm making with all this is that like Kaito like might have been Judgment's biggest strength all along. Like, it's it's you know because this like Lost Judgment. It was fine. I, like, I, I really like that story and where it went. Like, or, you know, I, I, like, I, I really love the game. The story kind of drifted at points because it was just kind of like another wacky adventure of Yagami and Kaito for a lot of it. And, it, 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 you know, it had some interesting, like, explorations of justice and what that means in the modern age and stuff. Um, but, you know, it was like, it needed that human anchor, that, that human struggle at the center of it. And it's like, well, the answer's staring you right in the face. It's Kaito. Like, Kaito is the one that's, like, has all this stuff to kind of unpack and figure out about himself. Um, and so it's like, so I, play, so I played through the DLC. It took, like, seven hours. And I was, like, way more, way more engaged with that than I was with the entirety of the actual Lost Judgment story. Um... So yeah, it was it like um and it was it was it was it has all the fucking twists and turns and highly produced cutscenes and well written text and all that kind of stuff that you expect from an RGG Studios game. Um, but like you know it 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 like it's a it's a it's a brisk playthrough, um which was which was which was neat, um so yeah like you know I I I understand that like you know the fact that I have been paid. To, to check out this game like you know take that with whatever grain of salt you need to but um but like you know i i, I can i can say like you know genuinely whether i was whether i was paid or not like i would have been checking out this game and i legitimately fucking loved it so like if you're it, you know the, the price tag is like you know for, for many it's going to be like a point of concern um but like if if you if you feel like you have the 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 money to 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 spare and you you want to see like a really fucking great story in in this in this universe uh, that kind of like opens up the potential for this character you know for for the series to go on beyond what Yagami brought to it and stuff like i i would say like you know easily like check check out the Kaito files it is like really really fucking fantastic um, I don't yeah. know. I just, I just don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> now that, now that I found out that um, Hambo Son was uh, being paid off by Sega Sensei. <laughs> Is there no honor in this world anymore? I'm sorry, Ichi. <laughs> oh God, they're making, they're making a. I think they they talked recently about the fact that they're doing like a sequel to yakuza 7 like yakuza 8 nice. is going to be carrying on like i mean i think i think they kind of mentioned that before like the yakuza series was now going to focus on like the turn-based stuff with um you know kasuga and stuff uh and like so yeah i, th I think they announced recently like they're 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 having like actors record lines at the moment but it's still like in the early stages of development but uh but yeah like i mean yeah, I'll take another game in that in that, in that style. Like, yeah, you know, they're the best. They they they, they proved they can do it. <laughs> um, they, did, did did we give that our game of the year? Um, 
If no, not, we, it no, was we didn't. mighty no. close. Tony no, because right? it was uh, it, it was Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but that was that was second. Um, but yeah, man. It's like what Yakuza a Zero game. before it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll show you to that. Uh, I played some more Gran Turismo Seven um, because <laughs> I'm because 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 uh, that might actually be like behind Elden Ring for my game of the year. <laughs> um, like, uh, uh, but he, like, and and that, it, the purpose of it was because I was because I, I I'm working. You know, I'm 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 finishing off a video right now. Um, because Gran Turismo 7 released, like, so, you know, last time we talked about Gran Turismo 7 was kind of prior to it coming out, uh, and then it came out, and turns out that game, that game's economy is completely fucked. <laughs> like, it's, uh, uh, you know, um, like, I mean, Gran Turismo games have, you know, famously, infamously, um, you know, broken up stuff and sold it piecemeal and everything. Like they had Grand Tur various versions of like Gran Turismo Four, like the prologue and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like a ground zeros to the Phantom Pain situation. Um, and uh, but like you know, the game came out, and to be clear, like reviewers had no context for how pricey the microtransactions were. Um, like you know, the the store was just closed. Um, but then it then it opened. And it turns out uh, those credits are fucking expensive. Um, of course. I, 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 and so I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but like, so, so the, 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 so people were like, oh shit, like credits are fucking expensive. The cars are insanely fucking expensive, but there's these few races we can do that will pay out slightly more than other races. So we'll just focus on them and we'll get all these credits and we'll be, we'll be able to buy some, you know, cool cars or whatever. Gran Turismo saw that, or the, 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 the developer saw that, and then shut off the servers for the game for, like, 30 hours. And to be <laughs> clear, like, I, I didn't realize this in my review either because I had no connection issues. That game is technically always online. Like, you, like, there's only, like, a couple of completely minuscule modes that you can actually play offline. Like, the campaign you can't play offline you know, obviously the multiplayer and stuff, but like, you know, vast, like barely any of this game is playable offline. And like a week or two after launch, it, it was like really close to launch. They were like, right, we're shutting this off for like over a day so they could alter the sliders on the rewards for those races that people were gravitating towards to like lower the payouts. <laughs> so like, so people were just like, what the fuck? You, you, we can't play this game. And then when it comes back, you've made it worse. <laughs> it's like, uh, and uh, it was, it was ludicrous. So like, you know, I, I made a video, so I've made a, I'm, I'm, I've made a video kind of talking about like, you know, obviously not a defense of that because like, fuck that it's fucking stupid. But like, there is a logical through line to that because the director brought out, the director put out a couple of statements being like, well, you know, like, we have to maintain parity with what the real world car value is and stuff. And like, please try to see what we're doing, like, long term, like, uh, and it's like, that is stupid, but like, you know, the, the like, this is a game that is fucking, like, stupidly obsessed with car culture to the point that like it's it's not like you know they, they want you to treat 
every single car, no matter how mundane, as like a mechanical piece of art, you know, it, it, and like the most mundane cars, they will turn to you and say like, these aren't actually mundane. These are fucking cool and you will respect them. It's like some fucking like crappy Nissan or whatever. It's like, no, like, like this has a purpose, you know, it's, and, um, and, and all that stuff. Um, but it's like, you know, with, with the, the kind of economy that it's got going on and like how it has you like work like overtime to earn money like i figured it out like i was like so so they have so the last kind of batch of races that they have in the career mode is like it's like five races that you have to do in one go and it's like an hour's worth of racing like you know that you just have to do like otherwise you don't get reward like and it's kind of an endurance type thing the reward that you get for doing that hour of racing amounts to maybe one-tenth of some of the the higher-end cars that this game has to offer so it's like jesus you know like you're 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 having to do a lot of fucking racing in order to get any of these cars in game um but it's like you, you don't get to like test drive any of the cars it's like you you just have to like look at the vast array of numbers that it gives you and like compare that to your collection in your head and say like okay this is will this actually suit my purposes or not but like the the point that i'm making is that like you know the game doesn't want you like blowing money on something that you won't appreciate like it really wants you like to 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 know cars enough to know that like if you're going to be spending that much money on this like make sure you want it you don't want to regret anything um and so like you know, for, for, for the, for enduring the server blackout, they gave every player, like, a million credits, which still is not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but, like, but, you know, like, I, I, I won some stuff from races and everything, and I kind of piled my winnings together, and I bought a car, I bought, like, a Bugatti Veyron, because I know the name Bugatti, like, I had no other context for it, and I know that that car's pretty fast or whatever, and I thought that'd be fun, so I bought that, and I raced it, and I was like, "This, the, I'm not, you know, I could have spent that money upgrading the cars I actually enjoy driving way more, that are, you know, maybe less expensive, but more fun to drive, and I know them better. And and it's like that thing of, like, you know, I spent my money, I blew my money on something that I didn't understand, and I regretted it. Like, so it's so it's this idea of, like, the economy is fucking broken and that is bad and it makes the game concretely worse but like like you know the game just wants you to appreciate everything that you actually do buy and the problem starts to arise when you realize that like their view of cars as art has extended to like luxury car like ownership like it is is it like it is it's like you go in you go into the showroom and you you spend the money you've earned on this car and you love it and you appreciate it and you show it off and all this stuff and it's like you know like mother like so so they have adjusted all like they want you to really have to work to get all these credits like so that you really feel like wow i can luxuriate in in buying this car and you know like the commerce of it and stuff it's like but like it's a fucking video game. I just want to race these cool cars. Like, you know, I, I don't want to have to race for 60 hours to 
earn the credits to maybe get one one of the somewhat higher end cars in this game like and it's, it's just it's really fucking strange man like you know they're like it ends up being like a real indictment of car culture which i they, they clearly didn't intend like they, they want people to love cars as much as they do and to regret nothing to be sure that they actually want something and really get the feeling of having worked towards it and stuff but instead it comes across as like you know yes cars are art but an art form that we don't want sullied by poor people you know it's like it's um and and that you know that sucks um so yeah but like the the point that i'm making with all this is that like it really sucks that that game came out and catapulted any goodwill that it had been building up into the fucking sun because the, the nuts and bolts of that racing are still like the best that i have ever come across you know like it's the, like i i am i'm more i i grow more and more confident saying that gran turismo 7 is like maybe the best racing game i've ever played um and it just sucks that the economy surrounding it is so broken and terrible um but uh but yeah um die uh it's it's a shame but uh yeah i'll have a video coming out on that um in the next few days um as i as i will also have a video on elden ring and dark souls coming out in a few days as well so uh that's my head cannon theme song of grand turismo 7 <laughs> like i don't even know if the song's actually the game but after that one no. thing you showed me i'd like to think that, that that's the title screen music and then it just pops up yeah because it's like you know like all that stuff that surrounds it it's like the you know they're like cars are as you know like the development of cars is is a triumph of human of the human experience in the same way that you know create like you know healing you know finding out all this stuff about physics and all this other stuff and it's also as important an experience as santana with coming back with a comeback album that won nine grammys cars are as important as santana's comeback album and that is really important um <laughs> so yeah um yeah just just a shame what happened with that game but um you know it's it like still well worth well worth playing in my opinion because it is it feels so good to play that game um uh yeah uh, like a pebble in know. a lake, even the fish feel it. Yes, <laughs> it's so so true. So true. Um, <laughs> I mean, this guy was a real jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just let me know one thing. Uh, have you been playing anything else, Nico? Yes. Um, what does this game mean to you? Uh, what does this war game mean to you? <laughs> um. <laughs> I've, I've been playing a game called Samurai Bringer, which is the most 90s translated name I've heard in, like, years for a video game. Samurai Bringer. Bring, like, it's like bringing, someone didn't even give a shit. Who? I know. Someone just went like, yeah, Google Translate, done. It sounds like. Um, <laughs> it's cool. It's, um, it's a cute little Musou game that is... I don't know what you call this type of camera style, but it's, like, isometric... Uh, 
false 2D. Like it, it's almost cell shaded, but everything looks like kind of big blown up pixel art. Um, but you can you can you can spin I, the camera around like 360. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I I think I sent you and Mark like the page to this. I just kind of found it on a whim. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really fun. It's it's really simple. It's a rogue rogue lights but with dynasty warriors-esque combat but the coolest part is that um you're a guy like reclaiming your uh, you're a samurai reclaiming all your lost power after these demons come and like beat it out of you basically and then you come back and you know you run up all these different wars uh, and then you eventually teleport to fight these demons and then if you smite them you uh get some of your power back and then you get like you know uh builds up your points to do more effects and uh also gives you more slots um to customize your combos and that's where the kind of depth lies in this game is like it's really simple you know muso combat but you can like literally customize up to three presses per button on the controller like what your presses do exactly with what weapon so you can do like these crazy combinations of like like an up slash that has a bit of wind gust on it that also has like a powerful thing that makes your sword get bigger for that hit. And then the second tap is like a big fiery thing of arrows come out from behind you and you do like a double slash with extra blades coming out. Like you can like stack all these different um, mutators on and in every run you can just have this cool, crazy death dealing samurai. And like, I think the point is you're supposed to break it and make like a ridiculously powerful motherfucker <laughs> and run through. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just really fun. It's nice and mindless. Uh, I think it's like ten bucks, and the art style is like incredibly cool. I just um, the 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 player models. Funny enough, I kind of like less than the actual environments. The environments just like really high quality two D pixel art, but made three D. And yeah, I feel like nobody would ever pick up on this game, other than here and the writing on Gamescast where we play <laughs> the weird stuff. That's not that weird, but it, it's neat. I mean, like. Yeah, like the, 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 like, the kind of, the banner looks, you know, I think we're talking a lot about banners, but uh, the, it looks, it's, it's, it's really cool, like, the, the, the way they've kind of, like, drawn the dragon and stuff, but, like, the actual art style of the game, like, in-game is, is, like, kind of, dare I say, like, kind of chibi-type style? Oh, jeez, it's playing sound and stuff. Yeah, it um, is. Um, it, it, it actually looks a lot cooler when you see it in motion, too, and you're able to pan the camera around with the bumper yeah. buttons on the controller. It's really neat. Um, man, this, this looks fucking great, man. Like, it's I, really yeah, fun. It, like, it's, it's a nice little arcade game, and yeah, the rogue like, stuff in it isn't very annoying either, so it's cool. Right. I see, you keep I, all I, I see what moves. you mean about, like, I see what you mean about, like, the, the Musou stuff. Like, you know, you're just kind of going through, like, hordes of enemies and stuff at times. Um, but yeah, like yeah, I mean that's 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 cool as well. Like you know, um, uh, yeah. So so yeah, have you been finding like the 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 kind of the the um what's the word I'm looking for the perpetual aspect of it, like the stuff that you keep between runs? Have you been finding that that's like allowing you to make more progress and stuff? Like yeah, it's it's definitely of the Hades um school of roguelikes where um you're every time you're coming back you're you're chunkier and stronger and you uh yeah, yeah. you also can unlock like pre-builds too that kind of cut out like you so you don't have to stop every build and like reset up your thing uh so yeah, it's yeah. like i think there's like god i want to say there's like a hundred different pre-made like samurai builds that are in the hub every time you die you go back to like these halls of like these statues of different samurais and some of them get unlocked as you progress and then you can like immediately start with their loadout some guys you know have 
different weapons or dual wielding and all this crazy stuff and you just go from there but i find that the customization in it is crazy it's like i mean i i haven't played a lot of muso games but and when i played them i played them very mindlessly like like my favorite dynasty warriors is extreme legends 4 and that's literally just like square yeah, button yeah. the game and uh-huh. so th- th- this I, funny enough like as simple as it looks it looks more dense and actually deep combat wise than a normal dynasty warriors game it's pretty cool yeah i mean yeah like it def- definitely seems that way um yeah yeah i mean it's uh I, I mean, this 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 looks really fucking cool. I might, I might actually buy this just now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really um, fun. It's super just arcade fun. Um, it's a little like yeah, you, you know, the controls are a little funny at first to get used to. You're like you, like movement speeds and getting used to doing the dashes and the jumping. But once you get uh-huh. used to it, it's very you you kind of just realize you just mindlessly have been like hacking away at this game for like two hours and stuff. Like you lo- you lose track yeah. of time in it. It's fun. It's not gonna I, blow I'm, your I'm, mind, I'm, but it's 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 some fun Muso stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to buy it and it's not letting me buy it. Steam is down for maintenance right now. It's it's it Tuesday. Right? Okay. It's Tuesday for Steam. Uh, I think they, I think they have maintenance every Tuesday. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Can I, I know. I, I've been trying yeah. to pull up Steam to look at the other games I've been playing, and I can't. Like it just. I, mean, won't I, load. I, I, I can I can buy I, I I can go on Steam. Largely fine. It seems. Yeah, it's um, it's like been kind of Swiss cheesing a bit. Um, right, I yeah. also I also played a game that I think I might consider being eligible for Game of the Year this year because it came out on December twenty second, twenty twenty one, well after our cutoff date. All right, and I liked it enough. Um, oops, I just almost I almost just posted this in a just random server. Not that it would have been weird. <laughs> but it just would have been, why are you just posting a video game link here? Uh, <laughs> this is called Mysteries Under Lake Ooh. Ophelia. Um, this is a cool game. It's not, it's not like rewriting the book or anything, but it's a nice. Um, it is is a fishing game. It looks just like the best era of graphics, as we all know, PlayStation One and sixty four era when graphics were good. Oh, um, this looks fucking great. Yeah, and it's literally just like it, it. It is a more simplified version of like the fishing mini game from Ocarina of Time. If I had to like equate the fishing, it's really chill. You made, it's like you it's made super chill. dubious dish. Yeah. You you can cook your fish and uh, it increases like your luck. Uh, it's really it's a really small game. You can like get to the end of it, quote unquote, really quickly um, if you know what you're like, like if you know what to spend your money on and stuff. Um, and you just go fishing day or night. But there's like really really minor kind of horror elements, eerie elements going on that make it really cool. Like there's this kind of well, I don't want to, but every like you know you'll. Maybe once a night you'll see something at nighttime while you're fishing or something like that. It's just there's a. I love, I love, like, I love the, the, the we got some features. 30 plus fish to catch, cooking, a bunch of lures and rods to collect, full controller support, some other stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really cool. It seems like one person made this and it seems. Uh, it's neat. It, you, can, you can literally beat this in a sitting if you want. Um, I put like eight hours into this just because I, 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 I deemed it necessary to like complete the fish index and and stuff there's like yeah like 30 fish it's really like uh it's yeah in the in the ranks of dwarf romantic where it's just a chill time just go fishing yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah and you kind of explore this uh this little this little map with a lake and some you know maybe there's some hidden ponds or something uh, some of the lures are hidden quite nicely there's it's got that nice nostalgic 32-bit era um 
uh, thrill of discovery and kind of like, oh, like, I wonder what happens. You know, like, you're rewarded by going, like, what happens if I cast my rod up here or something like that? Like, looking around and fucking with the map and stuff. And maybe your eyes are playing tricks on you or something or... Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just got a really cool vibe. I really like it. It's definitely not going to be everybody's <laughs> cup of tea, but I really like. Had a great time with this. Uh, I I really like the uh, the system requirements, uh, graphics, something from like two thousand and eight or later, probably. Yeah. Sound sound card, also something from like two thousand and eight or later, probably. Additional notes, you'll probably be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, this it, once uh, once Steam kind of gets back to uh, yeah, I think it might be usual self sale I'll, too. Yeah, I yeah. I love uh, stuff like this. This is from the yeah, it's it's funny. Like this is a horror game, but it's not as uh there there are horror games with mixes of other other genres, but very rarely is there another genre game with a little bit of mix of horror in it. If I, if if that yeah, yeah, yeah. explains yeah. it. Like totally, yeah, the, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, the goal what I mean. of this game is not to scare you, although it can be scary. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 cool. Like it is a uh, you know, this is one that I just well, kind of I like. I like bodies of water. I like the eeriness of that. I love this graphical style. Like a lot of things lined up perfectly for me with this one. Like this just kind of checks a lot of boxes for me. And I like fishing well, games. I, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I like yeah, actually I just mean, genuinely I, I, enjoy I, fishing I, games. <laughs> I have. um I, 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 you know, it seems a little early, but I, I've just, you know, I always have like a document with like all the games that I've played or I'm meaning to play in any given year for game of the year stuff. And I, I've put Samurai Bringer and Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia on, uh, on, on there for, uh, for 2022. So, Miss, so Lake Ophelia will, yeah. will be considered. Yeah. Um, it deserves it. Cause there, cause yeah, literally I never would have, when I, I was aware of this game last year, but it did that thing that a lot of indie games do where it's like coming as soon as it's ready, you know, and it's like, I don't know when yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, and yeah. then one day yeah. it just appeared. And I was like, well, it's well after we've recorded game of the year. But it's, <laughs> it's a good one. It's definitely not going to be chart yeah, topping yeah. or anything, but it, it, it can at least do some damage in a uh, uh, golden pumpkin. Maybe not sure. graphics, but but golden pumpkin. Uh, for sure. I, I, I mean, I, I, I love like, the graphics, but it is just going off of the 32 bit was cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, school it, of art. It, it, yeah, like here's here's the counter to that. It was. It was. <laughs> like, That's it's, a, it's like I agree. Yeah. yeah. Something about the way they did water and underwater in that in that graphic style is good. It, it utilizes that that fog nicely to make things nice and yeah. eerie. <laughs> oh, also, oh, there's man. a cool like Earthbound esque, uh, very minimally used, but it, it seems to be more for like the trailers, uh, like. This really cool. I don't. I can't tell if it's real claymation or if it's computerized claymation. Yeah, but it's so cool I, yeah. looking. Yeah. I was. I was wondering about that. Is that. Is that like actually in the game at all? Or um, only in as much as like a PlayStation One game would use it. Where uh, when you uh, at nighttime, and also if you want to refill the lake, like if you've been fishing too much, you can empty out the lake, to make it sparse. Right, okay. uh, you, you go to bed at nighttime, and it will say like you know resting and it just shows like a cool claymation moon and some stars and it's like a jpeg you know the way like high res jpegs would be portrayed in a ps1 game or something it kind of yeah, it kind of yeah, looks yeah. like that yeah uh it's it's cool nice. and then i think yeah. the yeah the 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 little ending uh has a cool little cinematic with that and it, and it looks so cool yeah it's uh yeah yeah, after after Elden Ring, I was like, man, a bunch of cool little games sound way cooler than one massive <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking exactly. game that's been absorbing my time. So I've been playing all these kind of funny little games and 
well, I guess New Vegas isn't a little game, but you know, I know that game like the back I, of my I, hand. So a lot of it, I wasn't even reading stuff. I was just like flying. Uh, I I I know I know someone that was like, uh, you know, oh right, I've, I've I've played Elden Ring, so I can go back to Horizon Forbidden West now. Like, are you fucking? Are you, are you serious? Like that's like I, eating I, a I, loaf like, of I, bread and being like, ooh, bread afterwards. Like, dude, <laughs> damn. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like uh, I I mean yeah, like as someone who who really liked Horizon Forbidden West, like. The idea of playing that after Elden Ring is, uh, oh, not 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 a uh, not a good way to spend your time. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I would say to that, uh, like I kind of, I yeah, I got really. Yeah. Uh, this is this isn't a recent game, but I, I it, it was like really cheap, so I got it, and uh, mm-hmm. I've always wanted a replacement for Chivalry. Uh, oh yeah, that game that's basically just Call of Duty, but with guys in armor screaming yeah um and chivalry 2 is like not on steam i think they're doing that epic thing and epic right. like really hates my computer so i try not to use it <laughs> um but uh so uh, I, I got this game mord and it's literally just it's oh like, yeah they're just like we'll do it i guess and yeah it's like it's just a really fun take on like like that kind of battlefield-esque first person shooter quote-unquote uh like teams of like like what is it like i think it's like 64 players max like you know guys defending Uh or guys storming a castle and it's just it's good fucking meathead fucking screaming bloody fun there's so many like it has a dedicated (laughs) war cry button um it has a really like it integrates melee combat in the first person like really well like it has this kind of angled crosshair where depending on where you angle your mouse it does like a side swing overhead a stab if you do your uh scroll wheel on your mouse it's really it's like a cool take on melee combat. And I just, I'm mm-hmm. not very good at it. Uh, the community is, you know, as toxic as first person <laughs> shooter uh, communities are. You just mute that fucking chat, boom. And you just run in there and people are screaming. Uh, there's all sorts of weird jester characters. There's character people that have just decided to play the game and be like, like fools with loots. And uh, there are people who have found <laughs> yeah, a way yeah, to yeah. like, to like code in real MIDI songs into the loots. And there was a guy playing like, <laughs> bullet with butterfly wings on his loot while everyone was running around <laughs> killing each other yeah it, it's it's it is it's it is the kind of chaos i fucking thrive on in in multiplayer uh deathmatch-esque games where it's just like there are ma- everyone's running around screaming five guys on each team are just team killing another guy is just running around spamming the jester dance button and going oh and like <laughs> and like throwing rocks at people and this guy oh, spilled oil on it, great it's so funny and it goes on sale for like nine bucks all the time and i just have a blast every time i play it and it's also just this really visceral fucking heavy like you were just like lopping fuckers heads off and chambering swords against each other and everyone's screaming and you're getting your arm cut off and your guy's like screaming while he's alive and you get a couple of punches in while you die like it's it's the rough bloodiness of medieval warfare <laughs> and it's like but, but mixed in with like the chaos of fucking insane children on the internet playing a game with other parents watching them so it's like you know it's the good <laughs> shit yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah no, no that's, that sounds fucking great oh and um, a bunch of modded uh personal servers where people have like gone to great lengths to like make a star wars game and i got booted and banned out of a star wars server because a guy said in the chat i he's jack he's he's jacksoning too much because i picked uh mace windu and i ran around spamming <laughs> spamming the scream button which they had programmed to just be all of samuel jackson's famous screaming lines <laughs> so i was just i was running around interrupting people's one-on-one duels like 
just killing everybody and then screaming, say what again? And then like, you know, running off. And then <laughs> it was good stuff. It's, it's, it's great chaos like he's, that. He's Jacksoning too much. He's Jacksoning too much. And then I got booted from Steve's <laughs> LA Star Wars death match. <laughs> so, I love it. Oh, God. So, yeah, I know. I, th I think I'm literally like five or six years late, but uh, check out Mordhau. It's it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I, I've been meaning to check that out, so uh, I might do that and we should we should we should, we should play that at some point. Um, it is. Yeah, it's so fun just being in this mob of screaming people, just all clashing swords, swinging your great yeah, sword yeah. and kill killing two of your teammates and another guy on the other team. In one swing. <laughs> I got pickups. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I think that's probably a good point to to wrap up if you're getting hiccups, uh, like, cause, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't really been playing much else, um, outside of that. Um, yeah, you know, oh, I'm, uh... I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm excited to to like catch up on some stuff uh, once I get these these videos out of the way. It's a cool um, year. It's going to be a cool year where, like, Elden Ring will probably just top everything, but then all the yeah, stuff that comes I, after Elden Ring is a bunch of cool, interesting, littler games. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, get, get, uh, you, you see, you're, you're going through what I go through, like, uh, like, every three episodes or so, where it's just, like, I have to kind of try and hide it and often don't, whereas, uh, oh, yeah, trying to make an interest, but... <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. But, like, we, we, I, I, I feel like the interesting thing to do this year would be, like... Uh, game of the year that isn't elden ring <laughs> it's like like just like number two is the like, real game of the year yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah just eliminate that from consideration as um, children say first is the worst second is the best three is the one with the hairy <laughs> chest <laughs> oh man um but yeah uh this yeah uh this was this was fun it was good to do it again uh we're back you baby know, uh we're, we're, we're back back to weekly let's um, fucking go <laughs> um but uh yeah uh, i wouldn't call myself a fan of steampunk but i will say <laughs> it's the healthiest way to prepare punk <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yeah um uh, yeah like i say i'll have videos on dark souls and elden ring and gran turismo 7 coming out uh soon and then i'm also looking to uh do some uh, i i you know there's uh a samurai game coming out uh soon samurai like bringer oh. yeah samurai bringer do, yeah doing a video on samurai bringer um no it's uh called trek to yomi um what which uh, i never even heard of this it's, it's it's coming out on Game Pass. Um, it's apparently like it, it looks very influenced by like Kurosawa films and stuff. And I've been looking to do a video on Kurosawa films as they relate to Ghost of Tsushima and why Ghost of Tsushima's Kurosawa mode fucking sucks. But that's a yeah, like I say, that's a story for another video. But, the master um, so of might... black and white cinema. Kurosawa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, forget about Ran. One of the most. Uh, the best uses of color in any fucking film it's, it's ever. It's the most red movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like blindingly bright colors if you watch the right edition of it. Like, uh, Whenever I uh, think of no, that, legit, I just yeah. think of a giant fucking 
just blah, red block of text. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, we'll 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 go to the Kurosawa estate to ask their permission to take the color out of our game that relies very much on color to um to you know to read enemy tales and stuff and also we'll make the sound really crackly because uh you know we'll just make it worse in every possible way because sound plays into <laughs> to, to gameplay as well because um, if there's one thing so we'll just... his directors love it's making their movies sound like shit yeah ex yes exactly it's uh, uh, yeah and and, and the, you know kurosawa definitely didn't do some like extremely innovative things with uh you know how how he how he like made the black and white image pop in order to you know convey as much like life and vibrancy through it as was possible because color wasn't an option when he was doing it um you know and that was the only reason he wasn't doing anything in color uh so yeah it's uh uh aye it's it's uh you guys got you know, owned yeah. <laughs> um yeah. i mean this guy was a real jerk um <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, so I'll I'll have all that stuff coming soon. I've got Yakuza Cinema video coming. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's busy busy time at the moment. But uh, aye, um, yeah, uh, Nico, where are the videos? I push my fingers into my ass. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> <laughs> what do these um, shitty games mean to you? <laughs> question upon question whirled through my mind, but not a single answer. Hey, uh, oh yeah, that, 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 that brings us to, to the James Rolfe update. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, he seems to have shed the dead weight of Screenwave. I think he's, st I think he's still on the leash of Screenwave. But but I think now he's like he told those guys to get the fuck out of the production of AVGN. So I think I think I think it might be safe to return to the channel. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that's uh, that sounds like it's probably going to be for the best. <laughs> it's uh, um, but yeah. Like did did they not like stop the podcast that they were doing as well? Yeah, podcast is done because oh, because because yeah. Okay, because the, they, they built, like, uh, the highest thing. profile guest they had was Doug fucking Walker. <laughs> okay? In 2021, that's your highest profile oh. guest. You need to stop. You need to stop they, it now. They, they built like a studio for it. Yeah. They hired a guy, <sighs> like a like a voice actor, to like read that fucking like intro to see you next Tuesday. You know that guy. And it's like God. Oh, Get it? They said cunt. <laughs> uh, uh, um, also uh, uh, yeah so uh, just so I get this out of the way I got an email um, from Keymailer asking where my coverage of Dying Light 2 Stay Human was um, <laughs> and I, 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 want to, I want to state here that uh, I've already talked about Dying Light 2 on the podcast very briefly before, and that oh, is the that extent of what my coverage is going to be. That counts. Because um, they sent code over for it, and I was just like, I, this game fucking sucks. This is terrible. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, yes. I, uh, uh, so, uh, do you remember that one game we mentioned on here that I got a code for, and then I became afraid to talk about it on here? Because of what, was that the GTA Two Rustler thing or whatever the fuck? No, it was? no, no. The game that that was hilarious because that game's literal file oh, yeah, exe yeah, yeah, name yeah, was yeah. Grand the, Theft Horse. Yeah, the, the, I, I I know I know the one you mean. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the 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 game. That yes, one. Yes, that yeah. one. Um, 
Yeah, so I was taking a look at the page for that game today. It's like you can't buy it now. And then I went to the discussion. What? I went to the discussion page and, and so it was like, so like, can I not buy it? Like, why can't I buy this game? It says it came out like a year ago. And, and then and then the same person who started that discussion then responded and said, Oh, I think I understand now. It's still in the Kickstarter phase. Slash only beta testers have it. So I don't even know how I got this Whoa. game. <laughs> Did you sign up to a beta test somewhere? No. Did you kickstart this found, game? I found that game on Keymailer because I... Well, I can't say what I key searched for, but it was connected to another game that I've, that I've yeah, been you, anticipating. You, 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 you searched that, yeah. Yeah, and because um, I, I really don't want... I, I don't want to be on this guy's radar. Um, at all. Yeah, you, 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 search, you search for, uh... Yes, and, um, and I, I found this, and I was like, this is, this is, this is pure, unadulterated cuckoo bird stuff. I have to, I have to see this. And I requested it, and it was one of those things where, like, instantaneously I got the code. <laughs> like, it was like, like before, whoever was on the other end was like, you, oh my god, someone took it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like just as you're about to hit the mouse button on submit for the request, it's like, oh, it popped up. It's like, yeah. they knew. I don't even think I, I'm starting to think I didn't even actually click anything. I think it clicked for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's strange, oh, but I think I might have some sort of game that doesn't exist now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but yeah, that's that's oh, the man. that's the crypt that's Nico's cryptic game minute where we talk about the game I can't talk about. <laughs> you have spoken the name of the game that cannot be speaking spoken whatever because speak speaking because uh, we're scared. Um, <laughs> uh, you don't want to yeah, utter uh, its name. It's some sort of Lovecraftian outcome will happen if we <laughs> utter it. You have played um, the game that but, cannot be played. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh but yeah so uh hi that's uh yeah that's a that's a that's a whole debacle but um but yeah uh i guess with that um we can probably call it there um yeah thank you very much for listening it's been really fun to do this again um if you have any i guess yeah we should ask if we ha if people have any questions or anything like that they you know they want us to answer then email uh Hamish at writingongames.co.uk or Nico at writingongames.co.uk. Um, I guess I have to start checking that again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just saw a game called Banana Shooter on Steam. Um, <laughs> a game called a game called Trimps. Uh, oh, I think Trimps might like be a sound software or something. It's not oh, as cool, cool as I thought it would be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be some it's... sort of Jim Sterling esque like. Like what humored, like shrimps or something, you know. Like I don't know. Like, I, I, but it was, a text-based incremental idle game with a ridiculous amount of unique content. Automate old stuff as you unlock new stuff to keep things interesting for hours and hours. No spam clicking necessary. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, well, that's that's a uh, that's neat. Um, but anyway, uh, with that, uh, I've been Hamish. That's been Nico, and um. Yeah, we'll say goodbye for now, and we'll see you again next time. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I can't get behind that. 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 One thing. What does this award mean to you? Get along. What does this award mean to you? What's the problem? What's the problem? What does this award mean to you?